Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Survivor Series 1994 Watch Along. You see, this is a different episode to what you would normally be prescribed on a Saturday, whereby instead of us talking and waxing lyrical about an episode of Monday Night Raw, we'd be here via our Icapro powered DeLorean and we are going to watch the pay per view that took over November of 1994 in the calendar of the World Wrestling Federation. And who be we? I be Fake Geordie, radio presenter without portfolio, former cultaholic heavyweight champion Tom Campbell. I am with the bear in the big blue bar cage. He is Titan Shrugged. He is the head pen of cultaholic. He doesn't need a pencil before one day when cash is wiped out and we are all paying with digital means, uh, pencils will go that way as well. He will walk into a museum, maybe with the love of his life, or maybe their son or daughter. And as he walks in, there in a case will be some pencils used by the founding fathers. And the kid will say, 
Excuse me, Justin, why don't you use one of those pencils? To which Justin will remove the pencil from its case and jab it in the eye. Because he never needed a pencil, not in the past, present or the future. He always uses a pen, because he gets it right every time. Here's Justin Henry, and he is off of America. You know I always type, Tommy. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. Ding, ding, ding. Here's Justin on the, uh, on the, on the observer-gram. Ding, 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 ding. How are you, Justin Henry? I am doing splendid. Just, uh prepping myself mentally for what we're about to endure here. <laughs> do you know what? It is an endurance uh, that we are about to go through. And do you know what? I feel it's always best that when in an endurance exercise, you boost your team up. And we have boosted our team uh, once again this week, haven't we, Justin Henry? Uh, yes, he's returning. The, well, I guess it's fair to say that he's joining us since, since, I, since I joined you guys on... Uh, earlier this week for the WrestleMania 2000 watch-along. Mm -hmm. And here to reciprocate that, and join us in our world, I don't know why you want to watch this show, I guess he's just a good egg, is Matthew Gregg of the SmackDown Classic Review. Here to watch Survivor Series 94 with us. Why? I guess he's just a sadist. <laughs> or a masochist. Matthew Gregg, how you doing? Uh, this is already terrible. Wait, wait, could we do this again and Tom Campbell do a five-minute introduction for me? Because I'll be left out. <laughs> the most amazing, spectacular, stupendous guy in all, all of Cultaholic, Justin Henry. He'll make you pregnant just by pointing at you. Also, Matthew. <laughs> oh, yes. mate. I give you solid introductions every time. I'm Billy Gunn, just happy to say, it's okay, after we're done, <laughs> it's highest field. And yes, I joke, but I am deadly serious about the fact that I love hanging out with you guys, love talking crap, love the chemistry that we sometimes have. Didn't quite have it at WrestleMania 2000, but that just proves that you can't polish a turd. <laughs> what I'll say is, when it comes to, to Matthew, is that one, one memory that will now stay with me for the longest of times will be on the day where the wrestling world was shaken, on one of the darkest days in professional wrestling, me and Matthew Gregg decided to go and socially distance and feed the ducks. And that's a memory oh. that will stay with me. That that will just be on a. It's like on a on a day where things were there was so much wrong in the world. There we were, two feet or more apart, feeding the ducks. It was a strong day. <laughs> it, was it was. It was a lovely day, yeah, Tom. Because <laughs> we joke and we say these horrible things, but uh, about the wrestling. But in reality, you know, we've got to have this. Yeah, you've got to have the time to let the positive vibes come out as well. Exactly. And I'm very thankful that we are each other's stress toys right now. <laughs> you can squeeze me when you mm. like. That's perfect. Oh. <laughs> I smell an eventual Thelma and Louise ending. Ah, oh, yes! Yeah. Both jump into the, the pool of ducks at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> so here we are then. It is uh, November of 1994. Uh, just actually, Matthew dropped this on me before we started. So what Matthew brings to us on the SmackDown podcast and the Call to Holiday Classic SmackDown review is Matthew will go through sort of things happening in the real world as, as opposed to the wrestling world. So in a bit of a change of pace, instead of me going round the houses with what was happening in the Wrestling Observer, because nothing's changed since Wednesday when the last episode mm. was on, uh, we're going to throw to Matthew who is going to tell us what's happening in the real world, away from wrestling in this particular week. Matthew, go for it. Thanks, Tom. Here at this part of the world, Pato Banton, 
featuring Ali and Robin Campbell of UB40's Baby Come Back was number one on the charts. I didn't realise that was a cover until I went on Wikipedia seconds before this one on the air. Uh, <laughs> but you probably got that song stuck in your head right now. No problems with that. Uh, it Could Happen to You, the American romantic comedy drama film starring Nicolas Cage and Bridget Fonda about the nice copper who splits a lottery ticket with some lastner. Whatever, it's number one on the charts. Don't pretend to have seen it. Uh, <laughs> Last week, Roy Jones Jr. defeated James Tony via lopsided unanimous decision to win the IBF Super Middleweight Championship. James Tony would still win uh, Pro Wrestling Observer's Best on the Mic award that year, though. And Nintendo's released Donkey Kong Country for the SNES, featuring 3D pre-rendered graphics that many thought, when it was first shown on their E3 screens, was for the Ultra 64 coming out next year. Sega responded with the 32X. Yay! <laughs> what I got from that is Roy Jones Jr. eventually released a rap album, but sadly Nicolas Cage didn't. Incidentally, on the other side of the pond, um, in terms of the charts, the number one in America was Boys to Men, I'll Make Love to You. And. <laughs> Wait, that's the name of the song. Yeah, it's, it, it was, that's the song. And, no subtlety. Uh, <laughs> but what a difference what a difference that uh, an ocean makes number one in america i'll make love to you if you want me to in the uk come oh, that's back, a nice bye 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 maybe come back and maybe i'll have sex with you <laughs> it's boys to men effortless charm just just making making the opposite gender melt meanwhile <laughs> You'd be forty and Pato Banter. Alan Campbell and Pato Banton. Just trying to scar dance women back in the vague direction of their house. <laughs> and also, oh. last bit of UK news, BBC One aired the first national lottery draw this week. <gasps> and it was hosted by Noel Edmonds, who was revamping his career after being responsible for that guy dying. Oh yeah, <laughs> that was a thing that happened. Yeah. I'd share that with everybody. Oh. Keep the mood like <laughs> <laughs> for, for those who don't know, for our American friends, can you explain what the Noel Edmonds things was? I'd love to. Noel Edmonds <laughs> was getting some momentum, as TV presenters do, doing a stunt show where they get normal people off the streets and go, would you like to do a stunt? And they go, wow, that sounds fun and safe. And so they would. And I think there was some sort of reward in the end. Uh, somehow, this well-put-together plan for a TV show on Saturday nights somehow went... Badly. I know, Tom. I know, Justin. I know it's shocking, isn't it? Uh, somebody on the show, uh, Jim's nobody off the streets, was described to do this very dangerous stunt. It went badly. He died. And Noel Edmonds' career likely never would return. Except he did National Lottery, Noel's House Party, and Deal or No Deal, and everyone knows who he is. A murderer. Wow. murderer. <laughs> and a half joke but just to show that wrestling like uh, light entertainment uh, people can be forgiven for many things uh, isn't that right Michael Barrymore oh never mind <laughs> oh, oh, oh. <laughs> oh. do you know what? this has been a, this has been a learning curve for you Justin over the last two weeks because yesterday well last week we were together uh, it was John Eilley and myself explaining to you the one show and today you're learning <laughs> about Noel Edmonds <laughs> against my will <laughs> but, be a yeah. quiz at the end of this <laughs> when we come to the end of wrestling down. and if you win you, you get uh, to recording so I, I can take notes from the beginning again <laughs> I may need a pencil this time no you're a pen you get it right every time 
Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Life is full of awesome what-ifs, and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at UH1.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Um, 1994 Survivor Series. Matthew, can you remember watching this first time round? Matthew? No. I, I was having to think, how dare you? Okay. <laughs> my, my internet is stupendous, Justin. Uh, my brain is not. Okay, sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> All good. I don't remember the event itself, but I remember the Best of Survivor Series video they put out that did a highlight package of Backland versus Brett and making it look really cool. And then immediately segueing into Undertaker getting revenge against Yokozuna, with special help from some guy with a beard. I had no clue as a young un who Chuck Norris was or is, and to the untrained eye, he just looks like a bloke. A bloke with a beard and a mullet. He's got a cowboy hat on. Wow, that's great. Remember Bruce Lee used to wear a Stetson? Um, so I was very unimpressed by him. Uh, so I'm eager to see this one more time as an adult in its entirety to see if I go, oh, it's Chuck Norris. This is the best show ever. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Justin, same question to you. Do you remember watching this first time around? Uh, yes, this was actually the last pay-per-view for, w- for WWF that we ordered until 2001, mm-hmm. oddly enough, because our pay-per-view box stopped working. We just never got it fixed, so we just resorted to the whole uh, turn of the pay-per-view channel and listen to, to the audio through a scrambled screen up until the 01 Rumble, I believe. Um, this is where Radio WWF would have been handy. Yeah, it really would have been. Uh, which has but just it's... been cancelled, by the way. Oh, for the yeah. show. Well, shucks. <laughs> I, I remember just, well, I look back at just how surreal it was to have school on the same day as a pay-per-view, because this would have been the day before Thanksgiving, the day before we get out for a four-day weekend. And it, it's just so weird. You know, you're, you're in class, you're doing normal stuff until right a half day that day. But it's like, there's a world title match tonight. Bret Hart versus Bob Backlund. There's a casket match tonight. It's, it's kind of hard to fathom today, just having pay-per-views on the same day that you have school. It's true. It just feels weird. And even when like the when the thing went out, I think only, only about two weeks ago, did it drop the penny dropped for me. I was like, oh, this was a pay-per-view that happened on a Wednesday. Like pay-per-views don't normally go on a Wednesday. It's very strange. I kind of miss it, although I'm not a kid anymore, so I can't really you know, enjoy that weird um, paradox of a, of a calendar day, but. It was kind of neat in its own little way. 
It was indeed. I remember, I, I didn't watch this one, like, live, because this was, the one thing I love about doing the, the show, uh, this show with Justin, is it gives us a chance to catch up every week properly, in case we miss each other during the week. And also, this is during, like, a, this was during, like, a down period for me for wrestling, so I didn't watch this first time round, but I got into, um, when I got my first proper job, I got really into... Actually, no, would it be my first... Well, either way, I was earning some money, and it felt quite nice. So I was on Amazon, and I was buying second-hand VHS tapes. And I was, I was basically doing a one-man tape trading scheme. Where it was, instead of me making friends with people, I was just saying, can I have that, and, they, and give them some money for it, and never speak to them again. But, uh, Order. <laughs> pretty much. But then... Um, so, and one of the tapes I got was Survivor Series 94. I was sort of plugging a, a, plugging a hole in my collection... By getting it, and um, there's one there's one moment in this whole page view that I remember, and when we get to it, I'm sure we'll have some fun with it. Um, but those are my recollections. I think we waste no more time, gents, and we yeah. we get down to it, and we watch the virus series 1994. Now, if you want to watch with us, you uh, can do so incredibly simply. You get yourself uh, on the WWE Network. You find Survivor Series 1994. Uh, two hours, 42 minutes, uh, November 23rd, 1994, PG with a V. And uh, when I say go, we're all going to hit go at the same time. And you can watch the show, uh, listen to our commentary of the show, instead of uh, Gorilla Monsoon, which is a weird choice to make. But that is yours to make and yours alone. We won't judge you. Uh, Justin Henry, are you ready? Why is why are the first five words a tremendous night of action? Because <laughs> wrestling lies to us. I clicked the right shirt. Right? <laughs> sadly, okay. sadly, you did. Matthew, Greg, All are right. you ready? Uh, two seconds. I think my network just had a bit of a oh. senior moment. And I'm ready now. Thank God for that. That would be awkward. <laughs> hey. We, now, now, you are watching the network version. You randomly started watching the Coliseum home video version for the last watch along that we did. Yeah. Well, don't worry. Ice, the one without iced tea. Well, he's not in this one either, so we'll be all right. <laughs> Hang on. He's in our version. What are you talking about? Oh, <laughs> I am going to have sex with you, bitch. <laughs> if you give me permission, bitch. He, he's singing Bundy down to the ring. <laughs> <laughs> Right, we are hitting go on Survivor Series 1994. Um, when I say go, press play. In three, a two, a one, a go. Here we see the back of the uh, the oh. Teamsters. <laughs> nice empty locker room with no bags. Where's one yeah. bag? <laughs> of Anvil's just clearly had a bag of coffee. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Yeah. Do you know what we're talking about, Anvil? No idea. <laughs> Look at him shaking like a pooing dog. <laughs> oh, I know what they're saying. I know uh, it's a bit quiet. I know what they're saying. They go, does anyone know where Randy Savage is? <laughs> and they're going, uh, yes, he's just left. Uh, that's right, Randy Savage, before the show, I think it was, uh, let's see what the date I have on my notes. It was two uh, weeks ago in our timeline. Two weeks ago. Away. There we go. Two weeks to the timeline. He's left. All right, you guys already covered this on your mother-in-law thing, haven't you? Sorry. We have uh, indeed. Because there's that other video day. package called uh. OSW. Oh, my God. Um, <laughs> uh, OSW Review, or someone's make notes between pay-per-views for them, and so I thought I'd use them. Oh, nice one, mate. <laughs> so, Thanks, Jay Hunter. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Jerry said that in 93 as well. Uh, uh. Savage had been doing promos that would lead to him being the special referee for a rematch between Brett and Bob Backlund at Madison Square Garden 
on the 26th of November, three days after this show. Well, that match seems a lot. Mm. I was going to say, when Vince got wind of Randy negotiating with Bischoff, relationship fell apart. Although Vince was mad about the situation, he still considered Savage to be a good friend and gave him the farewell on the 11th, uh, sorry, the 7th episode, 7th, I hate these dates, the 7th of November episode of Raw. Yeah, I'm sure nothing will happen on that Mazda Square Garden show that will, anyway. I'm sure anyway, yeah, will talk over Vince McMahon's amazing. Welcome, everyone, to the heartland of America. Yeah, San Antonio. Oh, God. <laughs> the state of that shirt. Now, this, um, now, two things. One, what a shirt, what a shirt, what a shirt. Uh, two, piece of history. This is the final full pay-per-view that Gorilla Monsoon will call. That is true. So enjoy if you. And I mean, I'm saying that, but you're about to spend the next two hours listening to us, so you can't really appreciate it other than this moment now. You know, I just realized that this is our last show in '94, so this is like the removal of the Stone of Shame, and we're all happy. And then we attached the Stone of Triumph, and it's all the '95 shows. Oh, we have got some 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 times to come, gents. Some times to come. Survivor Series and a bunch of crap. <laughs> I mean, there's some silver linings in there, but not many. I think I wax lyrical every time we we do a Survivor Series together, lads. But I bloody love a Survivor Series. Oh, the idea of Survivor Series was one I loved as a kid. I think yeah. I said this before in previous shows. The idea of these teams getting together, these single lads, um, no longer just having to watch them in squash matches on TV or anything. They all come together as one mighty... Oh, because it was half a game show. It's like, who is going to be the last man or men standing? Yeah. Just, it just mm-hmm. felt exciting to see, like, all these storylines coming together. And, like, oh, these... wait a minute, wait a minute. Tom. Oh, no, he's got him back up. Oh, okay. ah! <laughs> <laughs> But that's so weird seeing Diesel with a title around him. That just doesn't look right, does it? <laughs> I'm you sure it'll happen right? again. That's all stuff Sean overshadowed by Nash. So he jumps in front of him. This is like, yeah. I mean, we're st- I'm going to draw the comparison here to like Sean and Diesel and Sasha Banks and Bailey in terms of that slow build and the little and subtle nuances in there like on Raw and I just keep banging on about this on Raw the other week where Sasha and Bailey had the tribute video and Sasha in the video to, to off camera you know to the side of the camera said I don't know anybody better than Bailey and then for a split second looked straight down the lens like oh you subtle I love it I love it like stuff like that it makes it funny. And what with Diesel always hugging fans, and you know, there's a lot of similarities there. And Sean wearing the Wonder Woman attire. Exactly. Yeah. I loved it, though. So you, you see, the way it's going to work in the final build up is um, Bailey having to vacate the title. Because <laughs> she actually super kicks. many times. That's actually right. Super kick Sasha. Yeah. <laughs> she lost her smile. She lost, she, she lost her hug. She's the heartbreak Karen. Oh. Oh. I call so Vicky Guerrero. I call Vicky Guerrero the original Karen of professional wrestling, and a few people have come at me for that, but I think it's a very accurate description. I got to think about that, but that might be some may have some merit to it. The original Karen. <clears throat> 
And and it, Matthew, this Hello. keeps crossing my mind every time I see Sioni. Oh, Just... never mind that. Sorry, go on. <laughs> every time I see Sioni. <laughs> All I, I just, in terms of like the face and the and the uh, the the raw look on his face, always reminds me of Rampage Brown. Mm. Bret Hart in his book compared Barbarian to a muscled up Grover from Sesame Street. <laughs> I'm not going to agree with that because that would vicariously mean I was saying bad things about Rampage Brown, <laughs> and I will not be caught dead. To, actually, no, I will be caught dead doing it. You're right. You tell you what's going to Look at that rat tail collection. Good <laughs> God. And hey, look, Math as well. Big love. It's our boy. It's our boy, the Bulldog. We meet again. <laughs> Tonight, me and the head shrinkers, Sioni from Lancashire. Let We're going to put our opponents in a pot, cook them, and then dump them in the fryer. Tonight. <laughs> I'm going to say some words tonight. Let me tell you something. <laughs> In this very ring. <laughs> love it. Love Bulldog. I love taking the mick out of him in his crappy interviews. The boy was found among some garbage. unit. Best three hours description of a five minute. Vignette ever. Yeah. You ask Bulldog the time, he'll tell you how to make a watch. Bulldog wants to give Kiffy. Bulldog, you're going to watch? What's the time? He goes, I don't know, this one's effed. <laughs> Look at the empty seats, Jesus. <laughs> well, well, tomorrow's Turkey Day. It's a, it's a big travel day here in the States. There's allegedly 10,000 people here. Are they all behind <laughs> the camera? Yeah, they could be. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that is a bit embarrassing that you, you'd pad them out, wouldn't you? Jeez. Basic in stuff. Your, in your house, Survivor Series. <laughs> not not in this house. Who would have thought in 1994 <laughs> they'd be practicing social distancing so well? Hey. <laughs> I was just like, Bulldog talks like if Keanu Reeves were yawning constantly. <laughs> 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 That's the. Oh. <laughs> I'll tell you something. <laughs> if you want to do a good impression of the bulldog, try and do a northern accent, but while yawning, you're pretty much there. <laughs> I'll tell you something. I'm gonna let Razor. I'm teaming up with Razor. Damn Would like to say we love the bulldog. Like, yeah. This is the. One Matthew and I are now watching uh, what Justin and I have been appreciating for the last couple of weeks, which is a healthier-looking bulldog than the one we got in 1999. Mm-hmm. If only slightly. Yeah. but uh, And a bulldog that looks like he actually wants to be there. If only slightly. Good start, kid and Owen. Yeah. Can't go wrong with this. Yeah, it's great. It's great in '99 with a like. Look, we need some guys in to prove that we care about the the half family and their people. Let's get absolute packard bulldog and give them a full time schedule. <laughs> That'll get them on our side. <laughs> but the half family were like, yes, that's a nice thing you can do to someone in that position. We agree. <clears throat> Screw Martha. Bruce, put on the skirt. You're the new headbanger. <laughs> You're the new head shrinker. Oh my angle. bulldog is he is he injured already? He just wrestled Mabel. 
<laughs> now, now apparently just... the story with this one with the head shrinkers is mm -hmm. they have been. <laughs> this is the story they tell this on commentary. The head shrinkers are are on the back foot in this match because they've been told to wear boots. Because oh. Barbarian's never done it before, got it. <laughs> yeah, Barbarian's just moved. He's having to fit in. Like, well, when in Rome. Where's Captain Lou five years later? I'm, f I'm far too refused to wear pants. <laughs> See, that's it, isn't it? Like, far too. They'll make him wear boots. They won't make him wear trousers later on. <laughs> well, he, he kind of wore them. They just got sucked up. <laughs> oh, there you go. Good block there by Anvil, who probably didn't want to. Kid probably didn't want to t take that move, but Black. Anvil's like, I am not going to go that quick, mate. you got to be Black. kidding me. Black I've got team a gun. <laughs> Jeff Jarrett has come dressed as a Christmas present. <laughs> Blood Christmas girl. man. He's a month early. <laughs> Black Friday's in two days. <laughs> Jeff Jarrett, you're well, a reminder of Black Friday. Mike Janetti did that promo one time. I think it was at Memphis about Jeff Jarrett and this would have been in the 80s so this is when Jeff Jarrett was like 15 or whatever and he's oh, heel, heel Marty says I have a poster of Jeff Jarrett uh, that I put behind my aquarium to scare the fish <laughs> <laughs> and I love that anyway the lockdown hair battle continues there we go so we're all looking promo, right now, apart from Tom, who managed to get a black market haircut. Oh, sorry, I have to cut that out. <laughs> no, I went to an, an official hair salon <laughs> where I have had my hair officially done. Very weird going yeah. to the hairdressers in this new normal. Yeah, even even weirder place. that they made him put a bag on his head and get in a van. Uh, <laughs> that was a weird part, that was. I yeah. thought it was, it was strange. What a gimmick. It was, it was a Samoa Joe ninjas. That's where you <laughs> But on the plus side, I'm now a member of Legado del Fantasma, so that's good. I was about to say, yeah, like, how dare you say that offensive thing about Small Joe? They're on NXT this year. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Sione is the head shrinkers, I think, was the best version of her WF head shrinkers, and I'll go to my grave saying that because I believe, story that I've been told, I'm sure you'll agree, uh, they were told, they being Sione and whoever the other one was, that if he was going to come into WF, that he had to get his working boots on, uh, literally in this match. And basically, so he's here to actually put some effort in. And the result were some pretty damn good head shrinker matches. Well, yeah, if you're Sione and Fatu, would be a good combination. Two guys who are great athletes for different reasons. You know, yeah. deceptively quick, deceptively agile. And of course, in Barbarian's case, you've seen some of his faces of fear matches they've had that are pretty underrated. There's one that was like, I can't remember what show it was, but it was them versus Mortis and Wrath. And it was actually a really good match. Just four big mean guys hitting each other. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Barbarian's someone I'm like appreciating more. Mm -hmm. You know, as, as, as you're at those stages where you like love the flashy Jeff Hardy types, and then you go back and you appreciate the the steamboats and the funks of '89. And I'm like, yeah, I just want to see the big lads hitting people. But surely you want to see the big lads doing flips like Bulldog is doing right now. I love the sequence. I think these two would do the sequence every time they get in the ring with each other. Wait, is Owen going to use the ropes to bounce off to get out of his arms? Right, let's see. <laughs> Computer God, says. I'm just not to be cynical. I mean, it's a beautiful sequence, but it's like mm -hmm. this amazing red and low key, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Bullock, Bullock's having low key. Stop wearing masks. <laughs> <laughs> you don't need to wear masks everywhere you go. 
time Arch Archer's fucked guy into the wrong corner and gets his ass beat. Oh, <laughs> uh, two press times in one match. We're already at three stars, lads. Keep it up. <laughs> <laughs> they're not stars, they're asterisks. For every, <laughs> every botched move in the Survivor Series match. <laughs> I was going to say, like, Owen and Davey did these same sequences every match. So they probably could do them in their sleep. Uh, literally, thanks to Davey boy. <laughs> <laughs> do you think that's why they, they did it? So, like, just in the event that we had another Bulldog I'm effed situation, like, Bulldog had a, had a yes. series of series of setups and, and, uh, and combos in his locker that he could just pull on, and they go if he goes I'm effed, you go, all right, option two. So you just go through that until <laughs> until some semblance of order happens. This would be great. Like, Bulldog and Jim having a big match. Unbel, I'm effed. <laughs> Bulldog, <laughs> so am I. <laughs> let's, just look, let's just better lie down. The F, leaving the F. <laughs> oh, also, speaking of Anvil, oh, God, is Bulldog riding right to do this? Oh, he certainly is. My God, that's like suplexing your fridge. <laughs> <laughs> I moved oh. the fridge last week. I, I know the feeling. Did you suplex the fridge? <laughs> Did you do it like that? No, we. My father and I got it down on the um, hand truck and almost uh, collapsed. It's like four hundred pounds. Oh, we were in boots at the time because apparently that's not very good. On the fat too. I had to wear with all the put regular shoes on instead of sandals. Oh God! You see, he can't wrestle because he's wearing boots. Just their gimmick. He just let Anvil tag out because he's wearing boots. <laughs> this is the, oh, this is Why did you put him in the head? At least have some of the good bits of the stereotype. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Fuji put, what happened was Fuji put a scorpion in one of his boots. <laughs> That's the joke. <laughs> what if he's got frostbite like Matt Riddle? <laughs> <laughs> Hey, where's my daughter? <laughs> Why are you laughing? How was your meal? No, Fuji. No. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. He's telling them it's all right to leave a hang up a boat or just leave the belt. It's okay. <laughs> so don't worry, Jarrett. You'll be a star in five years. Yeah. Immediately after I put you over... You should leave. Like the <laughs> next day. <laughs> what a weird situation that was. Tire pay per view dedicated to Jarrett and he leaves. <laughs> <laughs> it's all he ever wanted. Yeah, there he I think was. that was the original name of the pay per view. In your house three, Jeff Jarrett. <laughs> <laughs> and in your house two, whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah, well, either way, it's, it's, yeah. it, all, it all blurs together in 95. It certainly does. And these two. About these these two had as many matches together as the Nasty Boys and Harlem Heat had together in WCW. I'm listening for Mike Tanay and Don West to start talking with Ed Ferrara. <laughs> oh, damn, Justin. Am I right in thinking that only three of these chaps in this match didn't leave for WCW in the next couple of years? Fatu, Michael, Sean, Owen. That's right. There you uh, go. Owen would have if, uh, if Vincent Cockblock the contract. Yeah, and Owen had wrestled there previously in '91. Mm. As did Fatu, as part of the Samoan SWAT team. Oh, oh. of course. So just Sean hadn't been there. Okay, how many of these guys have been in TNA? Oh, I like Ball. this game. I'm not sure. Ball. Is Jeff Jarrett in TNA? <laughs> yeah, uh, Razor <laughs> Ramon was, and it was 
one member of the tag team champions uh, before getting arrested and claiming he was unemployed. And <laughs> they did the band. Uh, uh-huh. Anvil had a match with Jay Lethal where Anvil and looked like he was pregnant, like Arnie and Junior. <laughs> Oof. <laughs> uh, Michael's no for obvious reasons. Because mm. boy toy. Uh, Big Sexy oh, Kevin Nash, yes, he was, because I remember him beating AJ Styles for the TNA TV title in 2009. He also carried the X Division in 07. Oh, hey, X Division Kevin Nash was amazing, but when he started beating people for titles, it's like, no, wait, wait. <laughs> um, see, Owen and Bulldog obviously didn't make it there. Waltman was there. Oh, they're lost. Uh, Fatu was there in 07 when he. Oh. Bobby Roode's name right in, in a promo. Yeah, Rick Rude, you look great. <laughs> when he was Junior Fatu. Oh, man. What, what, what a great run. Awesome. It's almost as good as Hustle booking around that time. Just so they could have Ricky Shi team up with Ricky Chosu, because their names are similar. I love Hustle. Hey, there we go. It's Irish on top of Jarrett. Well done, Ramon. <laughs> hey. It's a good action so far this one. This uh, is one it's... of the better matches of the night. No. Oh. Don't, don't, don't get ahead of yourself. <laughs> I, I like these matches where, yeah, there's less matches on the show and these matches will go long. Like I like the, the last few years when they've done the Survivor Series matches, like modern day WWE, where they've had that, all right, this is the big deal Survivor Series match. And the matches go on forever. So it's like, oh, good. Like, I only like those matches. I hate those five-minute, 15-women tag team matches. Matches that it's like I go like this is like oh no a snapmare one two three an Irish whip one two three oh, I, I love it I I love the um the the weird law in wrestling that during a Survivor Series match your basic moves are twice as powerful. See what they should do is have a match with where a New Jack song plays the entire time. <laughs> and, and everyone's just trying to the song, and as soon as they come in, they get, they get rolled up a pin. <laughs> 40, your winner in 47 seconds, and Soul Survivor. <laughs> Where are they, by the way? They're in San Antonio, San Antonio. Texas. Right, okay. Yes. Mm-hmm. Which is Sean's hometown. Oh. oh, there we go. Take that camera, man. This is the city where they eventually held the 97 and uh, 07 and 2017 Royal Rumbles. Oh, 97 Rumble can get to so go to hell. <laughs> <laughs> oh. yeah. What was your issue? Whoa, there we go. That was cool. I said that had freaking Hector Garza on it. The Mil Mascaris bit was, was worth it for just that. Where Mil Mascaris forgets where he is, dives outside the ring, and eliminates himself. No, 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 no,
<laughs> there we go, the Genetti bump. Bomb pads. Oh, God. <gasps> God, that's cool. There I just, we go. Just a thought, Matthew, as we are as we are rolling through this podcast. Obviously, you say you've got your, OS, your OSW notes in front of you. Um, yes. So, uh, is that a secret that you're doing that? <laughs> That we're not meant to mention yet. If it was, it's not much of a secret. I've just told you. <laughs> you were the ten people listening to this. I mean, what I would say is check with Jay. Oh, and... not, oh honestly, if I, if I thought for a second that Jay would be annoyed at that, I would have said nothing. All right, all right, okay. No, he's all right. Like what? I don't know, just because I don't want to. Hey, thanks for on the podcast. Oh. I don't want to burst. I don't want to burst their bubble. Nicely done, Kev. I, I don't want to burst their bubble. And uh, and and ruin a surprise. No, no, it's not you a know. surprise. I don't want you bursting kind of out of our metaphorical right Survivor you Series, eh? Yeah, you, you, it's very awkward. Not awkward, but funny awkward. The fact that, like, we do ours, and then... Oh, yeah, the replay broke. Oh, there is. Um, uh, and then, like, a week later, they do theirs, and it's like, oh, who, who cares about this? <laughs> like, SummerSlam 94, I think, is probably the best thing we've ever done together. And it's like, <laughs> hey! And then... And then like an hour later, OSW. <laughs> it's just it's like... with a thirty-two X to Donkey Kong Country in that situation. <laughs> you guys time queue? Uh time queue indeed. It is twenty two. Uh, Bulldogs minutes, F 22, 44, 45. 45, 46. So twenty two, forty eight, forty nine, fifty, fifty one, and fifty two. Alright, alright, okay. Tom. Good. All time queued up, do we just do it again? Boot. All good, all good. Boot. <laughs> oh, these are looking very impressive here. How are we feeling about Not it? that impressive. Let's all kid ourselves yeah, here. Yeah, well, I don't know. Maybe, maybe, I could see him winning the championship in like a year, maybe. Yeah. Well, that slow build, that Bailey Fanks thing, as you were saying. Yeah, 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 exactly. Just just pace it. Just keep on bombing people, mate. Just just keep on bombing people. That's going great. Yeah, okay. I don't want to tie. Yeah, I'm not Hogan in 88 all the time. <laughs> oh, awful, man. Just keep it simple. Yeah, yeah, just keep on doing stuff. Just to... Wait, how that raises was... a legal man? Check, check the county bulldog out and now raises the legal man all of a sudden. I think, yeah. I think bulldog's that was a bit of a mess. gone, isn't he? Oh. I guess bulldog was counted out. They just... <laughs> no, yeah, he no, has yum. Up. Oh, all right. Okay, so that's why Ramon came. Okay, right, fine. That, no, that was, uh, mm. no, yob. <laughs> no future. <laughs> Title shot. Yeah, mate. <laughs> so, how, I, the race was definitely screwed now because he can't become five on one odds, obviously. Surely not. I would be oh. ridiculous to think of such a thing. I like Ramon doing that when he would do that. Oh, I won. Oh, oh I didn't win. That's good. I always suck at the crowd in. He always played up to the whole Vince McMahon. One, two, he got him. He's won. No, no, he hasn't. Ah, Ramon's I, I like... share hair here. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> On the where's the where's the uh, the OSW frizometer? Yeah, we'll still all the gimmicks. There's still that as well, shall we? <laughs> <laughs> Is it tied down? No, then it's ours. <laughs> no, it is. Um, it is just a, a keen coincidence that OSW run the same right around the same time because we started this podcast nearly two years ago, 
and we've just been doing it week by week and it just so happens that they've started a similar timeline it's all coincidence nothing but love for osw review as you say game. i get it uh, that's it we knew we knew in 2020 they'd start doing 94 so i said to justin if we start this now <laughs> by the time <laughs> we get there we will be matching them I feel like Sean from the front looks like Dave Collier. And from the back, it looks like Anakin Skywalker. <laughs> <laughs> that's, a, that's a winning combination, man. How you slice it. <laughs> it isn't bad, actually. Al Frizzy's Kane's, uh, Kane's hair, Diesel's hair at the moment. We're on the... Uh... Sean's trying to grow a Bianca, a Bianca Belair weapon. <laughs> uh, I'm not being funny, but if you shaved Nindar's head... You'd get Tank Albert. <laughs> Maybe that's what happened. It I wouldn't be surprised. Albert. That's why his finish was a punch. That's all it could do. <laughs> Entrance and a punch. The worst character in the video games to play as, honest. <laughs> Balrog. <laughs> Who would want to play as Balrog in Street Fighter 2? Oh, mate. Oh, he's great. We're on about. <laughs> he's throwing punches. I, I love bootleg Mike Tyson. <laughs> <laughs> KTFO everybody. Yeah. You play as E Honda and you do the punch thing, and you and especially super if it's Tree Fighter Turbo where you can do the punch thing and move Sean's to, face. across the screen. <laughs> oh, Sean's a good guy now. That's a good distraction. That's a good way of distracting the referee. That that's going all the way around. It's <laughs> commitment that is. That's called work rate. <laughs> Sean doing more on the apron than Bulldog did in the ring. And Sean's working injured here, isn't he? Well, working He is, and this is, a, this is a famous uh, match for a number of interesting reasons. I'll say them after the match. Spoil it in case there's people watching for the first time. I wonder, do people actually watch it for the first time with us? A few people Probably. have got in touch and said that they oh, have. People should tweet us and say like, if they do, because that's, that's very flattering. Well, we do have some questions to answer a little later on today. Um, uh, oh, my God, Michael's is in. Rage was dead to rights. He's finished now. He's got jackknife. No one gets up from that. It's it's an absolute death sentence. Hey, let's do that thing we did that we screw up twice before. <laughs> Sounds fine. Yeah. What could possibly go wrong? What are the odds it'll happen again? All right, you hold him up, and then you guys both go to Atlanta, yeah. make a ton of money, and, <laughs> yeah, and, and, and then change the business forever. Yeah. Do all that in five seconds. <laughs> oh, no! Nothing could go wrong. Crash. Oh, no, it all went wrong! <laughs> <laughs> you can't powerbomb Timmy and you can't superkick Razor. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and you can't... Pe oh, no, I don't say that. Oh, Michael seems really upset. He's furious. Oh, it's so all Diesel's Diesel. fault. But Diesel's fine, though. So, like, you'd just be like, oh, you're all right. Sorry about mm. that. Anyway, let's crack on with the match. <laughs> Diesel Sorry. power! He just yelled. <laughs> Sorry for kicking you. That's okay. I didn't sell it anyway. <laughs> what you're doing here is the click. The click will be your neck. Oh. Oh dear. Nah. Enough of the slow motion chase. Done. 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 <laughs> You know, when I'm, when I'm dun, mad, dun, I like to put dun, Jeff Jarrett dun, as well. <laughs> Even when I'm not mad, I want to hit Jeff Jarrett. Oh, yeah, that, that'll work, Owen. 
Let, let Ramon throw another bin at your head. <laughs> Sean doing the Laurie Strode game. Trying to get away. Oh, there we go. They're gone. And we'll never see Kevin Nash again. He certainly won't <laughs> revolutionize the business anytime soon. No, wait. Maybe. Just a finish. What do you think? No! Oh, that was a great match until that. <laughs> Boo! <laughs> that was like the, the 90, uh, is it 1991 where Flair is the sole yeah. survivor. Yeah, because he, he, he was the one not fighting in the ring at the time. Yeah, and it's a great tag match. A great tag. Great Survivor Series match until everyone gets counted out. The one good yep. show, the good match of that show. Really awful. Oh, but he and survived. And that's Razor's the first man in history to be a sole survivor without eliminating one single person. Wow. You're intercontinental champion. <laughs> <laughs> Make Razor look lukewarm. The original Lucky Cannon, Razor Ramon. <laughs> Doesn't matter how far down you bury him, he'll always find gold. Razor Ramon. <laughs> how are you celebrating like that, Razor, knowing that you brought literally nothing to the match? <laughs> and the reason that you won is because everybody left. Everybody got bored and left. It doesn't make his paycheck any less sweeter. True. <laughs> Jeff Jarrett eliminated 8,000 people, never drew a dime. <laughs> we crossed to Jim Ross, who <laughs> looks slightly different in the 90s. <laughs> it's for the drugs. It's Sean, two bags. <laughs> I've lost my smile. Yeah. I'm going to go find it. I'll be back in a bit. I'll see you soon. He's <laughs> got those two bits of luggage, one labelled Diesel, one labelled Sid. <laughs> 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 Other than he had to manually unlock the car door with the key itself. Oh, God. 97 lost his smile. 94 lost his keys. <laughs> oh, no, he slipped. He's dropped the tag title. Yes. Michaels, pick up your belt. I don't lose. No yob. No yob. <laughs> so, so Todd picks up. Is he the new tag team champion? <laughs> Ooh, Todd and, Todd and Diesel. Make a super team. Diesel and unleaded. Oh, <laughs> nice. Uh, <laughs> Look at this table. <laughs> oh, this is busy. This is very busy. What the it's, like the, it's like the high spots table on the CCW show. <laughs> is that what you built, Shake, on Channel 5? <laughs> <laughs> oh, very UK-based, just <laughs> We need pictures behind them drawn by fans, like like kids, kids drawing Bing. <laughs> Ryan Connolly's desk. Anyways, we're looking for the replays. It's a puppet. Uh, one thing that's going to observer right now is the fact that Brett did an interview a while ago, slagging off Flair. Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm surprised as you guys are. Um, so the observer and the fans have been quite, you know, nitpicking Brett more than uh, usual. So finally, they drew. Uh, they drew 9,500 to Madison Square Garden on the weekend with a Brett versus Jim Ninehart main event. Um, oh, 9,500. Uh, the numbers would only go down. Mm. And I think last time we did one of these, I did both we had the comment that someone brought a sign, like this giant sign, mm. with the buy rate for Stop mm. 94, yeah. at the buy rate for Bash of the Beach uh, 94, with obviously Flair versus Hogan. And it was 
And said, who's kidding who? Yeah, who's kidding who, Brett? <laughs> <laughs> and so there's a report that uh, Brett had some sort of meeting with the about some guy, whatever, that's not important. The important thing was the report that the completely unbiased Western Reserve news that it got was that Brett was saying, what's the point in having the meeting? All the details will end up in Dave's newsletter and it'll give me a crappy review anyway. <laughs> so Brett is officially gotten to at this point. Here's the Newman Express. <laughs> mid shite Sweet. Express. <laughs> Sweet standing cute, Kevin. Wait <laughs> till Corny finds out. And here's uh, Kevin Nash with his friends Perry Sutton. Malenko, <laughs> this is the Radicals' debut on Roars. <laughs> oh, nailed it, man. You guys, you guys, back in thirty seconds. Why? Where you go? No, you can't leave now. We can't leave now, oh, Justin. Oh, look at this. This is oh, all of a sudden. I'll be back in thirty seconds. Hold on a second. Whatever, whatever. We're not, we're not waiting for you. For weeks, Justin oh, has been dreading. Justin's been dreading this match, so he takes this match as the match where he oh. nips off for a comfort break. <laughs> oh hey. my God's sake. I think he's scared of clowns. <laughs> I don't think we're going to see him for like 20 minutes. Um, this week on Desert Island Graps, you can hear the conversation with myself and Rory Coyle. As uh, he, he share, he, we go deep into like him leaving Ireland to come to the UK and his deep love for Doink the Clown, but not this Doink the Clown. The uh, the, 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 the better Matt Bourne flavoured Doink the Clown. Yeah. And, the one thing we love talking about on these podcasts, Math, is just how much the star has fallen for Doink from this edgy heel, this brilliant edgy killer clown heel, to this thing that we're looking at now. I love, um, even though Matt Bourne was the best clown, obviously, Nash did. <laughs> Nash and Matt Bourne didn't get along, and uh, I remember one of the interviews they did, they were talking about how, like, what the issues were, and. <laughs> Kevin said, well, for starters, he never washed his gear. So we used to call him Krusty the Clown. Oh. <laughs> okay, so that story is all about that, the opening match. So if you noticed there, Shawn Michaels didn't do much, to be honest with you, and then left mm-hmm. the titles. Correct. Uh, just the match that Nash talked about many times when they talked. They got their paychecks, and he went, well, what did you get for the Survivor Series? And he said, well, 60 grand. What? T- tell me a joker, Sean. Tell me a joker. Why, why, why? I got like 45, and you did a kick. <laughs> That's what Nash Rango Vince was like. Yeah, uh, I want to talk about these paychecks. I was like, oh, okay, just a second. Vince, they're talking. <laughs> oh, no. And then that, and Nash allegedly told his wife or girlfriend at the time, uh, you wait. Tomorrow morning, there'll be a, a FedEx with uh, 15 grand to make up for it. And uh, sure enough, there was. And that may or may not have happened. But I love how Kevin Nash tells stories. That's a nice FedEx to wake up to, 15 grand. Yeah. Just, the note just said, Big D. <laughs> I remember the first 15 grand check that Adam Pacisi FedExed me. In pennies. <laughs> now, um, we put this Enjoyed out the- on um, previous podcasts, but uh, we were asking you to give us some questions to answer during low points of Survivor Series 94. <laughs> Using the hashtag... Hey, that's shit... the name of Donk's team. <laughs> oh, Christ. Using the hashtag shit match questions, we have uh, some questions to answer, lads, whilst this match is going on, because I know that all three of us are very uninvested with this um, bollocks. So... Wait. Um... Wait, we can say shit now? Cool. <laughs> no, no, he can. 
Because he's the editor. <laughs> I guess you can say doink. I'm, I'm the Chuck saying, Taylor of this show. I'm just going to say whatever, yeah. Trevor. Um, okay, so a some, of dink. some questions. Brandon, uh, Brandon King tweets us, if you guys were to pick an underutilized talent from any of the rosters to be the sole survivor this year as a shock, who would you choose? So, I mean, as in, like, in this year in 2020 or in this year in 1994? Let's stick with 94. Let's stick with 94. Uh, I'll say uh, Dink. Um, Quang. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Dink needs a push, but not too hard or he'll fall over. Uh, <laughs> so I'm going to go with uh, Davy Boy. Oh, yes. Why is that? Oh, because I just love that. <laughs> oh, there we go. It's, uh, uh, uh. Hey, hey, I'll tell you this, though. The crowd's loving it. Next question. <laughs> We're doing um, this version of this. We can see all the empty chairs are laughing at this as well. Um, <laughs> Podcast Sean says, do you think the casket match has, has been retired alongside The Undertaker, or is there a chance WWE might use the gimmick again someday? I would just have a have Braun do the whole dumpster match thing like he did with Kalisto. Make that his gimmick match. Make it the That's dumpster the matches thing. thing. <laughs> sure, why not? He inherits it. Nice. Matt? Yes, I think the casket match has been retired forever just like The Undertaker. <laughs> <laughs> not even the documentary about The Undertaker retired forever because they're doing a bonus episode yeah, I love to see the casket, the casket with a, a Blue Lives Matter shirt. Talking about all these, these these great matches he's had, but he just doesn't got it got it anymore. He's trying to make him look all sad and miserable, and how his life's bad, where he's got this mansion next to the river. Sorry. Uh, Chaz Crowley, what's your favourite Survivor Series elimination match? Man, I know mine. It's a 20-man match from 87. Oh, the tag one. Yes. I'll go the tag one from 88, because they're both very, very, very good. Mm-hmm. I agree. I will go with... Um, best of Ivers. Um You know what? I, it's, it's, it sounds uh, far too popularist of me, but I really love the, 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 the Raw SmackDown NXT one from 2019. <laughs> I'm really sorry, mm. but I really did. Uh, just uh, with the exception of the treatment of WWE Volta, um, just a really fun match with lots of moving parts and big push for Keith at the end. I'm sure if I think about it, there are others, but that one certainly stands out to me right now. Oh, I know. 2003, Austin <gasps> versus. Bishop. Oh, that's right. Oh, that one. God, yeah, with the with yeah. the with the blood all over Sean's face as he just powers through and just. Survives a million things. Ah, oh, good shout. Yeah. They yeah, tried to replicate, didn't they? No, was it 05? With the... Yeah, but I think that's... Oh. Paid... Sorry, go on. I think that's got paid 45 grand for that match. <laughs> <laughs> Continue. Uh, 2005, Raw vs. SmackDown won. Mm -hmm. Just for Taz's best ever commentary in WWE. He is non-stop. He's just had some Vault Cola... Maybe some RV Pro AC, whatever the hell stuff called. And um, he is just on uh, on fire that entire time because they're like obviously they're feuding with each other mm -hmm. or SmackDown. And Taz is Taz has like got his guns out. He's like Bill Watts '93. Like, yeah, come on, say something. 
<laughs> this is real to me, Ross and Lola. Oh, he was really hot that night. Wasn't oh. he? Just fiery. Another great one I'll throw in. Oh, that we'll see in about a year from now. The underdogs versus the body donors from '95. Oh, I love that one as well. Yeah. Oh, it's no. the X division of '95. Ro wit, Ro wit. Okay, um, one for Justin from Matthew Hughes, who says, Justin, if Greg's opened a shop in Merca, what would be the first delicacy you'd like to try? What is it, Greg's? Specifically, what is it? Uh, it is a look like a bakery type thing. You may hear um, people in the north talk about Greg's sausage rolls or, or steak bakes or things of that ilk. Have you ever had a sausage roll? I've had sausage rolls before, but it's... I assume it's like a breakfast kind of place. Um, they do breakfast. They're just open all the time, just whenever you need um, like some fat and carbs pushed into your system very quickly. Uh, they are they are there to support. I love that they ask the American what do you think of Greg's. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a little baffled. Actually, to be fair, I have I have asked the question wrong. So what I'll do is I'll pitch this the proper way. Sorry, Matthew Hughes. If Greg opened, if Greg's opened up a shop in Murica, what would be the first delicacy you would subject Justin Henry to? So I oh, think I see. I, I apologise, Matthew. I've got the wrong end of the stick of your question. I will. Uh, that's a paddling. Um, so, Matthew, what would we make Justin eat? I reckon. Surely, like a Greg sausage roll has to be tried to be believed. Sounds good. Before we get into that, can I just say that is maybe the hairiest wrestler I've seen in <laughs> some time in the ring next to Miguel Perez Jr. <laughs> George the Animal Steel has entered the chat. Yes. <laughs> He'll be on Nitro in a few years. <laughs> Beating Jeff Jarrett. Oh, my God. But I know off topic again about all that. Do you remember you talking about that, Tom? They're trying to get those legends for the that one episode of Nitro, which ended with Steel, Snooker, and Tito Santana. Yes. But they wanted... You say it, Tom. I can't even. They wanted San Martino. Oh my God. They wanted Bruno San Martino to do the do the job to Jarrett. <laughs> In an episode of Monday Nitro in 2000. With no build. That. No job. Yes. <laughs> Sorry, go back to the question. I love this story. You know, suddenly, the rumor that the. Ventrusa was trying to bribe the fire marshal to let Terry Funk from the building down. <laughs> I love that story. <laughs> We're going to burn the building down. <laughs> no one's uh, going to miss an asshole, Kyle Sam. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, from KQ. Uh, if you had Wait, to bring... Did we answer that question, by the way? Like, oh, yeah, we didn't really, did we? Um, okay. Uh, 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 steak bake. Steak bake. Steak bake. We both said steak bake. Justin, you're eating a steak bake. Um... KQ, if you, if you had to bring back one shit gimmick character from mid-90s WWF, which one would it be and why? Wow. So, because, well, if it's got to be a shit gimmick, I, I can't say Wheel of Mercy then, because that was a great gimmick. Let's see, bad gimmick to bring back. Why are you thinking about that? I just realized all these dwarf wrestlers are probably dead now. <laughs> There are snout, not all of them. As if this match wasn't funny enough. Dink still, <laughs> Dink still with dark mate. Dink... Like Lola had a match in 2019. Uh, I'm not sure is that is that Apollo or Brawler? Is that, who cares? Um, he's alive. 
bad game to bring back. What happened to Clowns R Us? <laughs> the picture of a gravesite. <laughs> right! Those Mexican all, landfills. It's all buried together. Those ET cartridges. Oh, his, no. no. <laughs> you know what? Just, just for the hell of it. How about a garbage man game? We haven't had that in years. Nice. Duke Dumpster Drosy. Yeah, sure. Let's just bring it back. Just some blue collar about it. I would like to bring back Aldo Montoya, Portuguese Man of War. Because I feel like uh, you could put him in NXT and he would just get very unironic pops. <laughs> That's my answer. In okay. Incidentally, uh, Claude Giroux, a.k.a. Dink, is still with us at the age of 63. What? Especially Mara calling a match with Alden Montoya in it. Oh. Get the man with the jock strap with the strap! <laughs> yeah, don't get to leave. Oh. <laughs> so jock, jock and roll! <laughs> Portugal, so the home of the National Pantheon, and Aldo's gonna have to run a Pantheon <laughs> if he wants to win here tonight! <laughs> He is Portugal the man! <laughs> yes! Actually, actually, you know what? That is a call that, Ma that Mara would make. You're looking at Portugal the man! Oh, can you feel it still? <laughs> now, I have questions the logistics of this match, among many things about it. Because mm. if, if they said that the biddies can't wrestle the big guys, or the, or the standard size guys, how are they going to eliminate Lawler? If Link is gone, force him to count himself out. That could happen. It happened in the original match. Um, continuing. Matthew, did you give us an answer to the shit gimmick? No, we got distracted by the thrilling action. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I am going to go with Sean O'Hare in 03. <gasps> nice. I mean, it's not mid 90s WWF, but it's a nice oh, shout. <laughs> mid 90s. Uh, Sean O'Hare. I like. Body Donna, uh, Candido, Skip, I think. Uh, I like his gimmick when he was a solo guy. As soon as he teamed up, it sucked. So I'll bring that guy back, that cheesy gym dude uh, so, with a hot so, lass. Yeah. Simon, so one. Simon yeah. Dean, then? Yeah. No, that's not what I said. Except, <laughs> except you replaced Sonny with a Segway. Yeah, ride, ride Sonny to the ring <laughs> and drop her off at the police station. <laughs> if if found, please return to. Um, Next of kin, it's the NYPD. Uh, Stephen <laughs> Stephen Scodes, what is the most underrated oh. N sixty four game? Underrated. Yeah. Ooh, okay, that's a question. I disqualify myself because I was always a PlayStation guy. Oh, fair enough. I'm gonna say Shadowman. Good shout. It's a game that got great reviews. I believe the one that went around for the longest time was uh, The Evil Zelda. And then after that, it just kind of fell off the face of the earth. I had a PlayStation 2 sequel that no one really liked. And then it's just like, all right, whatever. But no, it's about a Shadow Man I loved. Uh, not, uh, more people should talk about it. 
What about you, Tom? Would you say 1080 snowboarding is underrated? It's one of those licenses that... Not licenses, sorry. One of those titles that Nintendo has and just does very little with. Rather, it's the uh, Smoky Mountain wrestling footage of like WWE Network. <laughs> but Nintendo do that with so many of their titles nowadays, like F-Zero and Lilac Wars and all the rest. So, yeah, I'd say 1080. I like 1080. I like the. Uh, it, it felt like a big deal when it came out to me, at least when I played it, because it had these these characters look, that looked at the time very real with with voices and the gameplay was fun. Just just I quite enjoyed snowboarding in that game, and I wouldn't and you know I didn't really deliberately plan to pick up a snowboarding game, but I love 1080. It's very good. 1080. And also, Tom, um, like that guy in the ring there, just been that donkey. He... Work the body, work the body, <laughs> work the body, work. Get down. <laughs> work, 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 work. Um, I think I've got a the game. Well, that was my answer. Thomas Langmaid says, name a video game that Test would actually be. <laughs> mm. You want the Smackdown podcast for that, mate? Hmm. Just is annoyed that a, a SmackDown, a SmackDown podcast joke has intersected oh the Raw podcast. Crossing the streams, <laughs> Cra- crazy bus. <laughs> oh. Oh. I, I can't control the crazy bus. I'm honking the horn. <laughs> I think Tess would struggle to get in the seat for Daytona USA in the arcades. <laughs> I'm I can't see the screen. <laughs> Steph, how do I adjust the seat? I'm trying to go away, but it's not working. Yeah, the game told me to go away, so I left. <laughs> Steph, I'm trying to go away. Um, a game that he could be crazy, but <laughs> be a good show. Um, <laughs> 1080. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you go down a mountain. Yeah, he could beat Goldeneye if it was multiplayer Golden Gun mode, and he was um, he was Baron Samedi. He'd be fine. He'd shoot his own hat. He'd shoot his own hat off. Every fine. Um, if uh, de- uh, devils uh, at for the wind devils, uh, if you could. Hey, match is over. Oh, it's done. Oh, sorry, no, devils. We've no, got your question. None of that match was over. Oh no, it's still going. <laughs> <laughs> um, very quickly, if you could book a Survivor Series match with superstars from the past and the present, who would you book? A Superstars Ooh. match, you said? Yeah, a Survivor Series match with superstars from the past and the present. Okay, okay. So, so just just for time, let's let's each pick a dream past and present dream team, and we'll do like a triple threat Survivor Series. Oh, okay. Match. So, um, Justin, who is your five B? I was gonna like pick a pick two teams from different eras and match them up against each other just for, for fun, but oh, uh, oh what well, say? Well then, mm, fed, that's a way better idea. Better yeah, yeah. off what I said and do that. Match match the oldies and the newies. Okay, just for fun, let's do the SmackDown team from '05, the one that won, and put them against Savage team from '87 with him, Steamboat, Duggan, Roberts, and Beefcake. Oh, oh. That's a good one. It's a good show. I will go. Team Lesnar from 03, Brock, Morgan, A Train. Wait, uh, no. Um, and Big Brock, Show and Nathan Jones. Big Show and Nathan Jones Oof. versus Clowns R Us. 
<laughs> Brock's already eaten two of them. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, Math? I'd have the underdogs team, Horowitz, Holly, Akushi, and Janetti, mm-hmm. take on like one of the modern day NXT flippy teams, like one of those war games teams or something. That's all. Um, yeah, you know, you're those guys versus the undisputed era. Oh, nice! This match is an undisputed error. <laughs> <laughs> They've all turned on him. Lola's like, when I said I like little people, this isn't what I meant. It's like Gulliver's Travels. But not as entertaining or poignant. Mm. So Dave gave this four and a quarter. I believe it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Dave Dave said, I'm only sad this wasn't in the Tokyo Dome. Actually, he gave the opener one and a half stars because Brock gets a stupid finish. I was going to say, yeah, that was really heating up to be a good match, and then it mm. didn't heat up. It got cold. Oh. Oh, boy. Oh, here we go. It's coming, it's coming, it's coming. Are we all synced up? Coming Let's up. find coming out. Coming up. It's pie. Oh, oh, that guy with that huge friggin' camera oh. on the right. Oh. <laughs> oh, you hate it when you get accusations to the face. <laughs> There's some real comedy uh, earlier last week, maybe two weeks ago. Turns out Kurt Henning was backstage at the Herb Abrams UWF Blackjack Brawl fiasco in Vegas and was scheduled to do an interview, but even Herb was coherent enough to realize he'd get sued into the Stone Age if he actually put him on TV. He should have done it. Yeah, just for fun. He named the dog Koki. <laughs> after, his, after his favorite love. Yeah. <laughs> and because he sniffs his crap. <laughs> what a great image. Oh, Shut up. Todd's having a great day. Oh, no, day. go back to Lola. <laughs> go back to the... Anything. <laughs> I'm Todd Petting Zoo, and I'm having a great day. <laughs> Hi, I'm Todd Benning, too, and I am that radio guy that Tom hates. <laughs> and if you don't believe me, we're going to be speaking. Whoa, good the egg dome. What the? Yeah. Hey, I love that. I love how I love how that Clowns Are Us debacle got 20 minutes. Oh, by the way, in passing, here is Alundra Blaze defending a WWF title in the Tokyo Egg Dome. We'll just briefly run through this. A title oh, change yeah. at the Egg Dome, and they just—and it's such an afterthought. Did she do the Watuzi when she won? <laughs> She's doing a Watuzi now. Mm-hmm. You're not ready for bull. Oh man! I know what she says. She goes, "We don't get hype. We stay hype." <laughs> oh Christ! <laughs> <laughs> Bulnacano and Scam Hansen. <laughs> Bulnacano looks like she would rip my eyes out. And, and the problem it. is, I'd love it. <laughs> well, you can tell by you can tell by her hair she's happy to see you. 
<laughs> we will be fixing the uh, the air conditioning unit in the school very soon. <laughs> oh no, that Nakano Blaze thing was so good. And and to to be fair to Dub Dub F, they did give it a little bit of um a, a, a little bit of time. They did give it some love, but nowhere near enough as they should have done. I think I think had that had that been happening today, I feel like that Blaze would have been in a final segment on Raw before going, and they would have had like a live stream of that match taking place. I'd like to point out that we're nearly an hour into the show and we've had two matches. <laughs> <laughs> but do we have a, a guess for what the rating of the last match was? Oh, um, I'm going to say minus four and a half. Minus four and a half, you say? Uh, uh, minus two. It's in the middle, minus two and a half. Oh, okay. oh, then I feel silly. God, his tight drawn videos, him losing the title to Shiggy Baby. No wonder he's so angry. <laughs> what a horrible idea. It's not as good as Dwayne Gill's tight drawn video, which was him taking everyone's finishing moves. <laughs> <laughs> nice touch of brilliance. Um, to keep it modern, because I'm one to that, um, when Dakota Kai turned heel on Tegan Knox in NXT, <laughs> uh, for one week, her theme music and Titantron featured her basically trying to break the leg of Tegan Knox. So you had her music That's and right. it was mixed in with the screams of Tegan Knox. Which was such a good little nod to to what had come before. It was so good. Evil. Yes. Yes. Oh God. Yes. Business in just book, picked up <laughs> In a book they call that foreshadowing. Stu Hart is the only person on planet Earth that would probably refer to Backland as a whippersnapper. <laughs> yeah, he's got too many frills with the tail there. Uh. <laughs> yeah. Couldn't help out. Notice you were a little bit quick on that arm drag there. What are you doing, luchador? Yeah. <laughs> Going to the top rope, yeah, 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 bum. <laughs> Why do they need a towel, by the way? Uh, I thought Helen Hart could hold a three day reign with her face. Time check for those watching along the watch along currently at 59 minutes and 30, 31, 32, and 33. Ding. Bulldogs had, yeah. a, Whoa, had, a, had a shower. <laughs> is, is that a dink and a shave? Bulldogs <laughs> yeah. going to the beach in 1938. Would like to point out then that Bulldog, now did Bulldog have the towel in his hand there? Because I'm, yeah. I'm sure Bulldog just without thinking about it, just wiped himself down with Bulldog's Wait a towel. Yeah, no, I did interrupt you there, Tom. Did you see that? Yes, I, I did see that. I've never seen that before. He's got a little... <laughs> like, 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 like an action figure necklace of himself. What? Instead of, like, a Buddha thing, he's got him. That's very Bret Hart. <laughs> that is very Bret Hart, isn't it? Oh, God. I never noticed that before. Yeah, that's crazy. I have an action figure. <laughs> what about Bob? Good question. Good movie. <laughs> oh my god, he has got a little Bret Hart figure on him. Little oh, Bret Hart, that... <laughs> little Bret Hart. <laughs> Something else for Jean-Pierre Lafitte to steal. <laughs> <laughs> little Bret Hart, he is calling for you. Little Bret Hart. <laughs> He will tell you what to do. Little Bret Hart. Little Bret Hart. Little Bret Hart. 
little brat heart. I'm blurry the Chirons are because this thing yeah. cause it's like it isn't top notch production. <laughs> Wait, because because he big Bret Hart is Bret Hart is he Bret Hartery? <laughs> oh. It's his ding. Oh, right. Everyone's got midget versions at this pay-per-view. God damn it. I, I thought Smith was his dink. Oh, here you go, kid. All you need oh, to do... He got it. Now he's the owner of a little heart. <laughs> the owner of a little heart. He's gonna wear it round his neck. Wait, why is All you need to do like... now, kid, is whenever you're in trouble, some kid's giving you a hard time, all you need to do is say the magic words, that bitch Julie, and you will turn into Bret Hart for roughly 30 seconds and you can get out of trouble. Oh, thanks, Bret. Remember, that bitch Julie. <laughs> thanks, Bret. I have tears in my eyes. I know. <laughs> the kid starts putting pins in at ringside. Bret starts losing. Uh, no, no. It's not Whoa, supposed to be used twist. like that. <laughs> Give it to Stewie, he just oh. starts pulling on the herbs. <laughs> <laughs> so oh. on paper, Brett and Bob, because Brett's technical prowess was always emphasized, Bob, was always emphasized uh, vigorously by commentators and obviously the quality of his matches. Backlund was a guy we were told was his technical master and he was this cardio freak and everything like that. So on paper, before they got in the ring with each other, you'd think that they were going to have amazing chemistry. And it just didn't happen. I have that one raw match to set this one up. <laughs> what do you mean not good chemistry? That was lovely. <laughs> Whatever that was, it looked lovely. <laughs> it was the hard way bulldog. <laughs> I just... I'll say this. This. Oh, going back and watching some of the raw episodes um, <laughs> building up to this. But Mr. Bob Backland. I know you guys have been watching this every yeah. week and appreciating mm-hmm. Mr. Bob Backlund. And what a great story that was. Just the guy who never got over losing the title 20 years ago and is back. Back to get it. Was it? No, 10 years ago. Sorry. Wait, what? 84, right? 83. Yes, 10 years. Yeah, very end of 83. Oh, well, roughly. They would have said it. Yeah, um, close enough. Yeah. To come back, he says he wants more and more shot of the title. Compared to all of the crap that was happening in this period, this oh, so good. And it was so yeah. good that it was it, like I don't think Backlund was in the crosshairs to feud with Brett. I feel like this was something that because the Backlund stuff was so good that they mm. they moved up the card. Yeah, it became attached to the Owen and Brett storyline, like how ECW would have people join in, like the Raven and Dreamer feuds. He's the Brian Lee of the. Uh, <laughs> no, you know what? I don't even know what second. Who is his pals, Undertaker? He's almost as pale. Oh, yeah. yeah. It was like... Uh... No, I was about to say what you exactly just said. <laughs> like word for word. Especially how much we listen to each other. <laughs> say, everything. say everything twice. Say everything oh, twice. twice. I think back to that vignette he had with Luigi and Frito, where he just slowly built in the, into this maelstrom of rage and pent-up anger and just starts tearing mm-hmm. the guy apart. And Vince, he rides for the magazine, has to jump on backlash by getting a wall. And back yeah. just staring at his hands while, like, giving that weird, creepy smile. It's like... Yes. If you hadn't it, seen it then, could you have believed that he had it in him to do that? Oh, God. Did, why is Bob off, like, a half second off every move? The bump. Because he's 40-something years old and he's not used to working uh, a fast-paced match. Oh. 
Okay. He's just, he's just doing the atomic drop where he holds it up for 10 seconds and then does it and ends up finishing move. Have you seen many old Backlund matches? I've seen some, like the ones with Valentine and Hanson. So I've, I've, I've seen a, Patterson, I've, so I've seen a few. And you've seen the Shiki matches. I, I saw the title I've, change uh, match. Uh, the Shiki matches are good. Not the title change one. There's another one they do on um, the network. Where the... Mm-hmm. Remember it's like some Boston Garden show. And it's good because they're both doing like collegiate stuff. So it's like, wow, Shiki can wrestle. But yeah. apart from really? that, there's not much I've seen where I've thought, wow, that's Backlund. He held the title mm-hmm. for years. <laughs> it actually is uh, kind of astounding. But I mean, the one, there's actually have a Valentine in the cage that was really, really, really good. I think it's like 79. Well, Valentine was 79. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that'd be In the late 70s, then, in Backlund's late 70s. <laughs> hey, uh, lay off the uh, age jokes there. Uh, <laughs> I always I love Chris Jerker's description of, of Backlund's voice. We said he, he sounded like SpongeBob on Quaaludes. <laughs> hey, uh, Stu's watching this like, what is this, 205 Live? Slow down. <laughs> Slow down there. <laughs> Put it in the first gear, right? 205 Live hasn't been invented yet, but... Uh... I love my first just trying to get a pop eye. Hey, 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 hey! Hey! Lives in Canada with 800 kids. No, it's not too How would you really get bad seats? I'll stretch them all and flip their lids. <laughs> Old man's too hard. <laughs> if, broken, if broken kneecaps be something you wish. Old man's too hard. Then come in the dungeon and flop like a fish. Old man's too hard. Ready? Old man's too hard. Old man's too hard. Old man's too hard. You're making it look like a whore. <laughs> <laughs> Right, lads, we can all go home. That's the uh, that's the that's the bit that'll be memed from this. We can all go home now. <laughs> you don't like the Lutez. You think that's too hard? Oh, that luchador. Hitting <laughs> <laughs> them hurricane arm drags. Oh, look at that! Right? Hit two Irish whips in five minutes. Call him Usain Bolt. <laughs> No wonder you had so many kids. <laughs> Actually, they, cut, they didn't cut to ringside too often for Stu during the chicken wing because he was enjoying the fact that a wrestling, a wrestling match was just one hold for an extended period of time. <laughs> yes, I mean, this is terrible. You could have had that match in an iron lung. <laughs> an iron lung match. Oh, is that, is that a bad thing? No, I loved it. <laughs> <laughs> Like Shermock and Gracie. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite spot. <laughs> Why is he still a pirate? Yeah. <laughs> he's a pirate and he's Popeye and he's SpongeBob. <laughs> he's PC still. Nothing I do that's There's nothing I do that's PC, you whore. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, we call this a training center is the wood paneling on the walls. Uh, 
I love all the uh, empty seats you got in the arena here. It reminds me of home. Rampage <laughs> <laughs> Wrestling's back, baby. <laughs> you hear the story, by the way, about Canadian wrestling in, I think, Toronto or Montreal, whatever. Got thrown off the air for three years because Mike DiBiase, Ted's, Ted's dad, did a promo. Because they had to, like, get approval from the TV stations to have TV, uh, Canadian wrestling on the show to begin with. So Mike DiBiase's mm-hmm. dad comes out and goes, if brains were dynamite, the citizens of Toronto couldn't blow their nose. <laughs> <laughs> and that was considered so offensive, like, right? Oh, Bye-bye, you're kidding. <laughs> oh, my God. My son got her playing with dynamite, you son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> wow. And the thing is, people say that this generation, the, like, the current generation, is easily offended. But then, like, the show's getting kicked off TV for that for three years. I'm just putting that out there. Mike DiBiase came in the back and goes, Hey, Bubba, did we get the good heat? <laughs> Why is he... The crowd, they were still the silence. Did we get the good Somebody touch the mouse spaghetti! <laughs> <laughs> oh, no one knows what he sounds like, so I could just do any accent. I didn't think he'd be like... like Mike DiBiase got the back of The chef from man. Simpsons. <laughs> hey, my son is doing the millionaire gimmick. Tete <laughs> Biasi. <laughs> <Dead bossy. You're... laughs> the, the owners of the Canadian company afterwards are like, oh, that was a spicy meat <laughs> Why is everybody Italian in Canada? I know, it's pretty weird. You think that was the thing we checked up on that? Hey, you want to come to my dungeon? <laughs> you know, yes. why you don't? Why you steal my cigarettes? <laughs> why you steal my secret bolognese? Oh. Hey, Giuseppe, another Muslim on the through the yard. <laughs> I really like Italy. The land's beautiful. Folks, if you couldn't tell, this show sucks and we're just amusing ourselves. Oh. Mamma mia, my eye fell out. I'll have to be a pirate the rest of my career. Mamma mia. I put an eye. Brett tapped out. It's over. <laughs> By the way, I'd like to apologise. Anybody that watched Raw Graded when I was discussing that match, the eye for an eye yeah. match, and I said, ojo de o-, I said, ocho de ocho, which doesn't mean eye for an eye. It means eight for an eight. <laughs> I thought oh. I was so clever. Say now he's speaking Spanish. Italian. <laughs> why, like to be why actually is... told you that one. Okay, hang on. Why are Stu and Helen at ringside yet? Julie's up in the friggin' Lincoln seats. Uh, favoritism. <laughs> well, I yeah, think the, the most important... They don't like Stu and Helen that much, so they have to watch the match. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, Julie, oh, I... Oh, God. Julie, I think uh, the the... The most important people in Brett's life should be at the front. Ah, uh, you think so? Yes. Yeah, so uh, we'll we'll see you after the show. We're heading up to the front. Who <laughs> <laughs> are these five women? <laughs> I love when you see Stu. Like we just saw him then. He looks like he's like, wow. How are you feeling? I can't believe I watched that clown match. <laughs> <laughs> Is it still going? <laughs> are these the clowns? Uh... No, that's your son. Oh. <laughs> oh. Which one? The one doing all the hurricane arm drags? Uh. This match is way too fast for my liking. You want to slow it down? This is all like ding to a, to a Mexican arm drag. Went, Helen, we're leaving. <laughs> <laughs> I can't keep up with this modern nonsense. <laughs> Helen, we're Davey. leaving. Davy claps slower. It's not a hoedown. <laughs> Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha!
Now grab your partner, dozy do. <laughs> That's the face I make when I can't remember if I've left the oven on or not. <laughs> you do it with a towel around your neck? Yeah, normally I've got a towel around my neck. So... Oh, there we go. That was a nice counter from Bob. Like, like his matches in 85, it took uh, 15 minutes for it to happen. <laughs> now, the idea of like the new generation and then this old wrestler being in the new generation, isn't uh, it, the premise is good. Like, the premise yes. is strong. And then to have him wrestle like an old style, the premise is good. But you kind of need like a, like somebody with a bit more modern flair in there to to be the to be the foil. Like Brett is what they should have. Yeah, I see what they should then was have Stu be like be back on secret advocate, like the one training him for this match because <laughs> Brett's too modern for him. It's like Devil's Advocate. We're back on this Keanu Reeves and Stu's Al Pacino. Oh, nah. <laughs> hey, look, I don't touch you. I don't taste you. I'm the, yeah. I'm the devil's avocado. <laughs> Avocados are too spicy for too, me. Too, yeah. Oh, it, regi yeah. it registers on my taste buds. It's too spicy for me. <laughs> All I eat is buffalo meat. <laughs> Helen, give me another plate of aspic. <laughs> <laughs> we brought some from home. <laughs> He's an aspic at a top of her, sat at the front of Survivor Series. Just snuck it up, bison. <laughs> I'll cook my own. <laughs> Lights a fire underneath. He's tailgating. This <laughs> thing's a complicated guy. Yeah, you whippersnappers, uh, what's up? God dang, bison meat. The kid just like crick back it off. Fast food? We're leaving. <laughs> <laughs> Fast food. Oh, good. It'll be ready in 45 minutes. This is too hot. Who's your favorite MMA guy? And he went, uh, Shogun Hur. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like my martial arts mixed. <laughs> if you know what I mean. It's too complicated. <laughs> Straightforward martial arts. Stu <clears throat> train with Gracie. Gracie Allen. <laughs> Say goodnight, Gracie. Plays over a naked choke. Goodnight, Stu. We have the back on shins. I have like scuff marks on them. Just all that high flying. I guess so. Feel that aerodynamicism in this match. Oh, Brett, what are you doing? Just let him just lie there for a while, Brett. His shoe's fun. stuck. How would you go, Brett? <laughs> We're doing Broadway tonight. Oh, there's five <laughs> matches on the show? Whoa. Oh, steady <laughs> on. Uh, that's value for money. <laughs> They're doing Broadway. Stu Hart is Miss Saigon. I am the uh, very model of a uh, legislative general. Uh, <laughs> I, 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 I. Yes, Popeye was in the Saigon. <laughs> John? No. <laughs> Stu Hart, I miss Saigon. No, I miss Toronto. <laughs> yes, can we go back soon, please? 
Uh, well, the crowd have come alive. There's a towel. <laughs> <laughs> I need I need that. Uh, Helen's damp. <laughs> <laughs> She's really cold, like. She's, it's freezing. <laughs> well, heat is underneath her, man. Yes. It's freezing. Uh, you told me there'd be heat. <laughs> no, we've got, we've got central heating. You're right. No, no, I mean this match. <laughs> you promised me heat. Stu Harding cats. Yeah, now he's got a lot of goddamn cats. I hate you very much. <laughs> <laughs> I would have been a rich man if it's what mine pays me. <laughs> 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 Stu Hart and Bruce Hart in Death of a Guy Who Wouldn't Sell. Another bullshit, Biff. He had it coming. <laughs> <laughs> he only has himself to blame. <laughs> See, and that's why the reverse figure four hurts. For a certain someone called a Hulk who watches. Look at Brett's friggin' leg. Who who is the anti figure anti reverse figure four era? Uh, someone in, in, in a regular watch along group asked how that actually hurts, and I'm like, well, there's your answer. There you go. No, bulldogs no. like no, nothing's no, going to happen in this match. Like... <laughs> I'm just noticing that there's quite a lot of older people in the front row. Like it's uh. Stu, Ellen. <laughs> Well, the median age does go up with those two, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> Owen's knackered. <laughs> Owen's just tired. He's had a long day, and now he's... Look, Bulldog can't even stand up. He's... <laughs> Stu and Helen are now too young for the SmackDown demographic. <laughs> they, were fine. <laughs> they were fine before the match started. <laughs> yeah, back then was a great ratings draw uh, for the radio demographic. <laughs> <laughs> and Bob back retains the title. Tune in for Ming the Merciless. Right after <laughs> this. This message wow. from team. Right after a Bob Backlund promo, we'll have a new episode of Ivis and Andy. <laughs> Bob Backlund shot his and eye out. Bob Backlund shot his eye out as a kid. <laughs> Is it blood on the mat? If so, who's? Yeah. Uh, I think one of the... Um, the clowns went rabid and had to shoot him. He was showing the package from uh, all Japan women. <laughs> I, I, I think actually his back on shins like scuffing up the mat. I think it, I, I think he must have like lesions or something. Back was a leper. He had legionnaires, not the disease. He was a member of them. Where's <laughs> oh. enjoying the Van Damme movie? Oh, who, who didn't? I didn't. Oh, alright, alright, <laughs> alright, calm down. <laughs> oh, crying. <laughs> oh, no. You're twisting me, you twist me word round. I can't twist those kids who came into my dungeon. Ah, gah, 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 gah. I love these watch-alongs because it's less watch-along and how many stupid impressions can we do to amuse ourselves? Well, that's and it. And people it's listen it. in, don't they? Yeah, yeah I, I think that's part of the fun of it. 
Fun for us. Sucks for you, listener. <laughs> Monson says the momentum has shifted. Yes, stop. <laughs> <laughs> Can momentum shift if it's not moving forward? It's like just having your car in the driveway, just changing the indicators. Ooh, that was a gnarly pile driver. Oh. Darling, we're leaving. <laughs> no psychology in this match. He's dead. <laughs> Our son is dead. He's in poor shame. We'll leave. Right, I think Bernard's watch is activated because time is up. Bernard's <laughs> I just put on William's Wish Wellingtons. I wish we weren't here. <laughs> <laughs> I like how Stu's turning into Ronald Reagan. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh. Chicken wing? No. Bob's having to sit down. That was too much, too much exertion. <coughs> this is this is what happens I know when you some good technical wrestlers. This is uh, basically quite deep into two K. You are no J F Whatever. Hard to only use your seats. Wow, general. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in the general box. <laughs> You'll have a view of the oh, entire right. building. Brett, look at your sweat. You're wetter than Ted Kennedy after the Chapadquick incident. <laughs> we must be close. These tickets say they have a limited view. Poor <laughs> <laughs> pound on the mat. He sleeps up mid pound. Brett, I'm effed. <laughs> Just keep pounding the mat. <laughs> Brett, I'm effed. Brett, I'm effed. These kids oh joining in. Just give me a moment, guys. I'll let you know when I'm. Do you want me to give you a, a, a timestamp once you get back? I'll give you a timestamp uh, once you're back. Yes, please. Well, I can tell you that you're not missing a whole lot of action. Are you sure it's even frozen? It might just uh, be the match as it, as it progresses. Yeah, this match came on and it froze it again. <laughs> yes, I, I have the um, voice circle still going, still going. What the frig? Ah, it's no, no danger. If you need to refresh, then we'll just tell you where to jump in. Why couldn't I do it during the Doinks match? <laughs> Come for the clowns. Avoid the Bret Hart title match. <laughs> of all the matches freeze. tonight, this has been one of them. Just keep on carrying on. I'll let you know. Yeah, it's like with... With Bret... I know everyone always goes, oh, you got to choose Brett versus Sean. I'd have to pick Sean all the time. Oh, shut up. I know. And this is, I find it really funny how it is up there in terms of, like, Everton or Liverpool or um, Mega Drive versus Super Nintendo. Like, it's up there in terms of the discussions, like Brett versus Sean. And if, whichever one you pick, someone's going to be very cross with you. And I'm just, uh, and, and I just... I like, like, Brett's great. Brett's timeless. Brett's a, a Hall of Famer, obviously. He's, he's, but for me, like, away from backstage shenanigans where he was a bit of an arse, Sean surely is the more complete package. Oh, definitely in this show. We have a guy, Brett Hart, trying his best to do something with Bob Backlund, who's well past his prime in a match that he's still getting given into. Or Sean Michaels, who did one super kick and then dropped the tag title. <laughs> this is the perfect yeah. show to be arguing that point. <laughs> <laughs> That's a fair point. Well made. Brett was a better wrestler. Sean was a better sports entertainer. There you go. That's a nice There you go. That, that's it. a nice, simple way of doing that. Sean's Why great... did Bob fall alone? Sean's great to play as on, two, on the 2K games. Brett's great to play as on Fire Pro. I'll allow it. 
Because I always see Fire Pro as more like the wrestling game, and the 2K games are sports entertainment games. Are you, you thinking Brett's two-dimensional? I'm saying that he is... Hey. Um, um, what's the one where it's... I, I'm saying that Bret Hart is isometric. <laughs> you know, as used in, in games such as Fire Pro Wrestling and Sonic 3D Blast. Ooh. I know. <laughs> Sonic two, two dimensions, Bret. Uh, that's one dimension too many. <laughs> oh, look at you showing off with your two dimensions. Ooh, la dee <laughs> Ooh, a garage. <laughs> la dee da What do you call it? A car hole. I'm almost uh, back. Just give me, give me a couple minutes. Or probably great. less than a minute. Your updates are as exciting this match, Justin. Uh, <laughs> at least let us know which mouthful of food you're up to. Uh, <laughs> That's what is this? This on his second term of aspect. Oh, the, the Bret Hart rope. <laughs> Stu's just, uh, just popped open a Mr. Pip in anticipation for the finish. <laughs> but he's watered it down because no one needs fizz. Oh, good. A, a nice cold tab. <laughs> <laughs> All right, time cue. Okay, we are currently at one hour, 26 minutes, 27, 28, 29, oh, 30. Shit. Bulldog just hit the ring. Oh, He's here we go. Owen around the here room. Here we go. 36, 37, 38, 39, I'll be a little bit getting back to it because it, it, it jumps 10 seconds at a time. I'll let you know when I'm close. Okay, no worries. Um, mm -hmm. Owen's just uh, bulldogged Brett. Uh, both men are on way. the floor because <laughs> that's how we do this. Uh, Bulldog is now chasing. Oh, and Bulldog just hit the steps. That's it. Oh, He's that's... legit knocked out. He's legit KO'd. Is he? Yeah. Here's a move now. Yeah, Bulldog pulls a Mike Kyoto from Mania 17. <gasps> He's legit effed. <laughs> Finally, I can sleep. <laughs> well, I got told he was anyway. Actually, I don't know if he. Surely, if he like, wasn't yeah, but no, but he, this has to be a, this has to be a work because surely if Bulldog was legitimately unconscious, there'd be some X's being thrown up or something. All right, I'm, yeah. All right, I'm close. So what's the what's the cue? Uh, one hour, twenty-seven minutes, and thirty-seven, thirty-eight, thirty-nine, forty. I'll well, just keep it playing and come back to it. What, what are you doing? Time cue Forty-five. Stop talking about your bloody chicken. <laughs> Shut up, Justin. <laughs> Bob versus Brett, and the only thing that matters in this whole show, and you're like, well, my toast is cooking. <laughs> <laughs> if you can smell toast burning, Justin, then we've got a problem. Oh, but can you get it locked in? Can't get locked oh, in. Split, split screen. screen. Bulldog's dead. <laughs> will, will Bret Hart retain his title? Will Bret Hart retain his WWF championship? Is the Bulldog is really dead? Find out in 30 minutes. Literally 30 minutes. Yeah, yeah this goes on for some time. Oh, man. <laughs> what a dance. What a dance this is. See, annoyingly, it, it started off good because Bob was trying to get it in and he couldn't quite get it in. Now it's synced in. See, it looks to me like he's still trying to sink it in. <clears throat> oh, does he? Oh. Bob's not doing a good job like, of... Because uh... he's trying to hook his leg. I think once he hooks the leg, then oh, it's oh, okay. then it's it's game over. 
Well, he always did this from a standing position anyway, so I don't know. No, I thought he always took him to the ground. No. Yeah, back back yeah. on the Abrodus Clay uh, twerks, hip swivel thing. <laughs> he, oh, has to, he has to. I wasn't looking at that until you said that, Justin. Cheers. In the weeks leading up to this, he has yep. taken him to the ground. There we go. Now oh, it's in. But he's still. There it is. Yeah, you're right. I apologize. You guys are smarter than me. Oh, well, no, we've just been subjected to to all this shenanigans for the last month of uh, Bob's chicken wing. And it's also because, again, Bob is just he's just not really trying. Are you, are you back again, now, by the way, Justin? Are you back in the room now, Justin? <laughs> yes, I am there. Ah, oh, lovely. Okay. We're, the, you, you're just in time for a split-screen Survivor Series vision. Like, they, yeah. they really do te telegraph something is going to happen. Where they've just oh, got the loads. split on Owen and Bulldog the whole time. Come on, Brett, hawk up! Wait, wrong guy. <laughs> um, just stop selling. You're Vince's top guy. <laughs> he needs you. <laughs> oh no! Shiver me timbers. Then that Bluto. <laughs> I told him the counter he was busy listening to his rock music. <laughs> he wasn't training. Oh, now we've got oh, oh, I'm I'm double, double. Owen. double Owen and Bulldog. I'm seeing double eight Owens and Bulldogs. Uh, too many kids. <laughs> <laughs> Only two of them are mine. Why do we have Owen twice? <laughs> Why did we have Owen twice? It's always good to have a spare. <laughs> For the love of God. Yes, you know, by wrestling Dino Bravo and tape you her. Oh, I will. I, 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 I will say we're making jokes about this whole sequence, but. That has to suck for Brett to have his arm hammer locked back like that for this entire time. Absolutely. <laughs> oh, there we go. We can to a That's what dead I Oh, there we go. <laughs> Everyone bites the dust. <laughs> <laughs> he was okay. He was only my son-in-law. It's fine. Uh, yeah, quit loafing. <laughs> <laughs> Get up. My daughter shouldn't have married you. <laughs> Falling asleep like that. Spend more time on you. Spending more time hey. on you back than my daughter. <laughs> hey. hey. Hey, Bobby Hamm was perfect from the year before. Hey, get up, you lazy, uh, no good day, uh, bum. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Beanin's, Eden's impression was horrible. It didn't make it sound like a pirate or at all. He's basically gone for accuracy. Yeah. Oh, it's with the William Regal hand behind the back thing. I like it. This is a lot. I, I wish I put a time. Actually, do you know what? I was meant to put a timer on this, and I, and I have failed to put a timer on it. I'll start That's the timer. I'm like Justin's lunch. Okay. We're about six minutes into this. Are you six, doing? Are we six, six. Okay, I'm gonna start. I'm gonna start a timer. Um, oh, let's talk from... to Stu. Stu went. No, no, no. We don't want any thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want you selling. No. All right. Okay. So we reckon about six minutes into this submission. Okay. This is the damn Avon lady again. <laughs> yeah. I thought you were going to help him you know? What are you talking about I told you I don't want to do the shaking back I'm too busy watching this, this clinic That Bulldog is currently putting on oh, 
We walked through a good impression of somebody watching this show. <laughs> <laughs> now, now, Owen here is great. Owen, like, who genuinely, who, like, Owen very much the Loki of the new generation era. Like, this god of mischief. Oh, uh, wrong, okay. No, no, wrong, not that Loki. Not that Loki. Okay. Oh, <laughs> be, oh, okay. be ready, but not ready enough to wear a mask. Um, now, Loki is in from, from Marvel. He is, like, he is Loki, oh. the god of mischief, to, to Bret Hart's Thor. In the sense that it's all this, my brother, my brother, I love my brother. <laughs> I'm an arsehole, really. That's that's yeah. the Owen Hart that I love here. <laughs> yeah, he's he's become a guy who can't he can't do it himself, so we'll get other people to do it and have all the yeah. He's behind all the machinations. Yeah, I like that comparison. Yeah, he's Iago from Othello. Oh, nice! How clever we are. He's Salieri. <laughs> this is why I love this podcast. I don't think there oh. is another wrestling podcast that can go from mentioning the referencing Othello to referencing Spongebob Squarepants within exactly. 20 minutes. Ah, oh, they, they, they played this in the streets of Toronto. <laughs> yes, yes, I know this theme. Yes, ah, oh, what a great theme. I didn't realize that was your theme. It wasn't. <laughs> so, six minutes plus what I've got now, we're coming up to... We're coming up to eight minutes of this match being Bret Hart in the cross-face chicken wing. Eight at this point, Bret, minutes. At this, at this point, Bret's arm should be just nothing but shredded crab meat. <laughs> yeah, this is one of these things that if they, if they cut out five minutes of this hold, it will work better. But at the same time, it is a slow build, so I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> There's slow oh, build. Oh, there we go. <laughs> There's glacial build. Arthur Bladen. <laughs> Come on, Sue, get up! That? I ain't getting up. Yeah. What do you take me for? Me they be standing. <laughs> I was told. Bulldog. Be... Oh, don't worry about him. <laughs> Mother, you go. I ain't moving. It's just a broken neck. Let me show you the first room. You're walking off. Well, well, yeah, 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 yeah. Over the bulldog. Oh, step over bulldog. You are so <laughs> <Yeah. sorry. laughs> It was a nice touch, you gotta admit it. Oh, you're right. Oh, oh this is a... No, I want him to die. Oh. <laughs> it's the only way he'll learn. <laughs> I stretched him for longer than that in the dungeon last week. We insured him, remember? <laughs> he can he can last Not another hour. Toronto. At least another hour in this hold. <laughs> Julie runs out the rest of the towel. He would have wanted it. <laughs> yeah, I want Stu just to leg it with the towel. <laughs> Stu just legs pumping, runs up the ramp with the towel. No one's having this. I can sell this. <laughs> <laughs> Be big boiled potatoes for the two of us tonight. Stu, Stu's like, wait, wait a second. I think Dave's about to make this five stars. If we give it ten more minutes... <laughs> We got a five star if on our place, If it took place in the Poutine Dome. <laughs> Poutine Dome! That famous, famous Canadian, Canadian arena. The Poutine Zone. In the Tokyo Pavilion. Yeah. It, went, it went an hour and ten minutes. You have to cut it short due to the, due to the stampedes. The Osaka A Hall. Due to, due to the moose famine. <laughs> I was there for the Great Moose Famine at Up 4 
By the time this match finishes, it'll be WrestleMania 33. Ag, 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 ag. <laughs> hey, he's doing heat in lines, I know. <laughs> oh, Martha! What did you do? You mean Helen? Helen! Oh, Martha's, Martha's still. I mean Helen. <laughs> right, so six minutes plus that. Right, ten minutes, oh, 34 oh, seconds. Oh. Suckers! Oh, suckers! Proper, proper, that's what I mean, like Loki, god of, Loki god of mischief was Owen Hart there. Oh. Feigning all that sadness and then just oh, going, yeah. Aha! I am a liar. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. The only thing that would have made that perfect as god of mischief is as soon as it happened, Owen shoots a wicked smile opens up a portal behind him and just drops backwards through it. Bye-bye. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Lol, JK. <laughs> See you next year. Stu looks beside himself. <laughs> oh, this, this is what makes one of the facial expressions from Bob. It was told to be no walking. It's like Foreman. It's like Foreman beating Moa. <laughs> Owen, you are broken. Can you hear me? Even catering store open. <laughs> Brent, where do we park the car? <laughs> Brent, Brent, can you get me Diesel's autograph? <laughs> Don't sit in our seats. <laughs> oh. Brent, ah, get bombed! Anyway, this is in the crowd. It's just dawning on me that, that Gene Money oh, looks no. like a more handsome Bob Backlund. That's a backhanded compliment, I've heard one. I, I mean it with love. <laughs> Bob is so into it. Backlund's A's here. Oh. A stunning performance by Bob Backlund. Literally stunned still. <laughs> a little bit of a duck dance. Brett, Brett, what? What did you get paid for Survivor Series? <laughs> 60, 60, 60. Brett, 60 Brett. gold bullions. <laughs> Brett, Brett, because I was involved, do I get my parking paid for? <laughs> <laughs> you stopped my ticket, Brett. Oh, man. Yeah, Bill, Bob. You are. Bob Backlund, WWF champion in 1994. What mm -hmm. a treat for everyone involved. <laughs> Bob's doing an interpretive dance of the, of the only happy fan at a show in 1994. <laughs> Bob Backlund is delighted to see Bob Backlund as WWF champion. So, um, Bob Backlund uh, has uh, an accolade from this particular win. Not only longest ever chicken wing in history, but at this <laughs> point he becomes the oldest person to win the WWF championship. He's going to be beaten by the guy sitting at ringside. Exactly. That's a rector. <laughs> I don't have any. Uh, I, I don't have any Lloyd's of London. I'm getting in there and dropping some asses. Bubba, Bubba needs to drop the title to Killer Tim Brooks. Here's the wood line. I have Nicholas's of New Amsterdam. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'll take him on uh, in your house nine nightmare on Elks. <laughs> Nightmare on Elks! <laughs> Plain view contested and completely on top of Elks. Ah. Oh. <laughs> Mischief. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm going to listen to this promo because I remember Bob Backman's promo being the best thing that happened. 
Mm. He tucks his towel into his single. That's great. The only one from Canada. Scenes here with the two teddy bears and two horny <laughs> teenagers, two guys making buddy, buddy fingers behind Gorilla Monsoon's head. <laughs> Stunning <laughs> scenes with the two teddy bears and some stuffed animals on the table. <laughs> no, that's, that's Monsoon and Vince, are we? <laughs> you know, Monsoon brought that shirt from home. <laughs> he didn't know he was working tonight. Monsoon's looking at, <laughs> he was Monsoon is looking at Vince. And said, "Well, how could you do that to your mother and father?" And Vince, like, I don't know. I only screwed my dad. <laughs> <laughs> Vince's mom turned a hundred the other day. Mm-hmm. Slide with appetite. Yay, Backland! Uh, <laughs> <laughs> a lot of love from the new generation for Bob Backland here tonight. That's right. Lovely promo by by Owen. It's a shame that everything would change and completely nullify. Wait, where's Bob's promo? After this next match, oh. we got built to Good it. Good God, we've had three matches, and it's an hour forty-two into the show. On the plus side, only two matches left. Twist. So you have how many guesses for what Dave gave Backlund and Brett? I, I believe he gave it a hard time. <laughs> <laughs> I believe he gave it, it a long, hard think before giving it two stars. I think two stars is a good rating as well. You both nailed it. Two stars flat. Ah, oh, there you there go. You. Yeah, two stars. Helen and Stu. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Bundy's not as tall as it. As it photo made him out. Oh, so, so, Math, the build to Survivor Series has featured the return of King Kong Bundy. And in all the promos, what? vignettes they've done for Bundy, they've had him basically appear uh, like, like Godzilla That's size. Like 12 stories tall. Videos that feature him like destroying buildings and climbing up the the Empire State Building, and even in the graphic for this match, they they deliberately like resize his image to make him look massive, like to give off the impression. Oh, drop your camera, mate. Uh, to to give off the impression that like oh he's he is like gargantuan size. But here's the kicker: you've got to put him in front of normal people at some point, and he doesn't look as big as they made out to be. Yeah. And mm-hmm. Matt, as you said, Bigelow's bigger than him. And before we get this match, they really missed a ticket by not having Bulldogs still at ringside and everyone have to step over <laughs> <laughs> Oh, they missed that, didn't they? Has he actually dropped money on him during the match? Because he's like, like, holy smokes, you need booze. <laughs> <laughs> Round. Ah, if you shape you in, anyway. Yeah. So... This is oh, one God, of the way. Is... Oh, those piped in chants. 
Luga. Luga. <laughs> da, da. <laughs> Wrong way, Lex. Oh, there we go. <laughs> Luga. New from Hoover. It's a charisma vacuum. <laughs> I am. It sucks. The... It blows. Okay. Look Who out, someone's following you. Who cut the best promo on this team? Oh my god, wow. That is a... Uh... Do not um, say Oscar. I'm going to say referee Mike Yoda. Good show. Um, then, close second, uh, that kid in the yellow shirt that Luger just walked past. Okay. Then, probably Adam Bomb. <laughs> I'm not giving Mabel or Luger the top one. Probably... Billy Gunn? Oh. Actually, Billy Gunn Probably is a, Billy Gunn isn't a terrible <laughs> pro. Viscera <laughs> when he unveiled that that plethora of condoms for Trish Stratus. Oh, uh, oh yeah. Actually, yeah, we are discounting like when when Nelson Fraser gets a bit older and a bit cooler. Yeah, as the world's largest love machine. The world's largest. <laughs> yeah, it, it, you know when like FBI guys whip out the thing or like agent whatever FBI and which that's what Viscera did. Lift the condoms, let them spiral out. Scatting all over the floor, and he's on hands and knees picking them all up. Yeah. And just Remember to appreciate this, because he likes the backstage dirt and drama, God, it's interesting seeing uh, Tatanka team up with the gigolo, Jimmy Delray. Oh, oh, wow. Yeah. What's the story there, then, with Delray and well, Tatanka? Well, there's a story, in, it's in Titan Sinking. Basically, um, Delray did something he shouldn't have, and Tatanka was in the vicinity, so he got tied up in that whole thing. He got suspended for six months as a result. Perhaps the best thing to go into on a uh, a cheerful podcast like this one. <laughs> Nothing happy has happened so far, apart from. <laughs> oh, good! The feud that never effing ended. When did they blow? I thought they blew this off already. What, Jimmy Snuka versus Metal Maniac? <laughs> The longest reigning versus um, New Day. The longest reigning WWE employee in this match is the referee who was with the company until April this year. I'm officially oh, New Day. Right. Don't you dare be sour. <laughs> so, I think they feuded up until the Sunday Night Slam, or it was called, before WrestleMania 11. I believe so. I think they had a cage match, didn't they? That's right. That is that is crazy for a feud that no one cared about. And Brett, no one feud up to that point also. That's when Brett beat him at no holds barred match. Yeah. See, I'm intrigued to follow like what they do with Brett and Owen from here because um, he goes. Oh, can anybody else hear some ringing, or is that just me? I have a technical issue to sort for one second. His head on that glass ceiling. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's my timer. Okay, dismiss that. I can't believe they finished this match, by the way. I know we get to it. And a Bob Backlund style bulldog there from Luger. But uh, the, the finish of this is one of the most amazing things. Hindsight. 
Whoa! Tadaka did not want to take oh. that bump. Yeah. <laughs> but, but, but he did anyway. There <laughs> we go. Everyone's gathering with the gigolos. Christ, gigolo Jimmy. Rules oh. it out. Oh. Here comes the massive Bundy. The tiny Bundy compared <laughs> to Mabel. Yes. You build this guy as like a six, seven million foot monster and then steps in the ring with two people that are taller than him. Uh, it's a new generation starring Bundy, <laughs> Stu Hart, uh, Ellen Hart, Bob Backlund, Nikolai Volkov. Oh, Nikolai Volkov. But not Savage, yep. he's too old. No, yep. no, no, Bob don't Bannon. be ridiculous. Randy Savage headlining. Don't be ridiculous, Thomas. <laughs> anyway, Bob Backlund's the champ. <laughs> <laughs> Those things where it's like that's a good idea when you say it like that. Then who's your idea? Who's who's gonna be the next the next thing? It's like ah, I just, I don't know. It's, somebody has to be the right type, the right. Wait, who's this in the ring? It's like oh god, oh no. Yeah. The, the crowd came. Tom, why does your brother lie so much? <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. Wait a minute. If I hadn't moved, it would have been him. <laughs> so, these guys are here in one of those little deals where they try and. <laughs> they, they, they want Cornette. So. Oh, they wanted him. He obviously has been here for a while. They wanted Cornette, but Cornette wasn't going to leave because he was smoking on in wrestling. So, mm -hmm. like, alright, well, bring, uh, you know, those, if there are any bodies in or whatever, and you can be their manager. Oh, while you're here. Why don't you speak for Yokozuna for a bit? Yeah, I thought it was a fantastic bit of uh, poo housery. But obviously it worked well for Cornette given to Pokemon. Uh... Oh boy, this spot. Jesus! Oh! Wow. I was not expecting to see that. God, that's a hell of an elimination. Yeah. Perfect stream mechanic just said, yeah, he's gone. Let's go. Yeah. Jiggle a whoop whoop. <laughs> Tommy there? No, he's going for a break. Says in the okay. chat. So you're supposed to yeah, say yeah. that though. Shh, you call him spot. So uh, find us the latest trick here. And one of the uh, raw tapings from two weeks ago. We had Jim Connect come out in uh, Burlington and got a lengthy Jim Connect promo about how stupid and terrible Vermont is. They got tremendous heel heat. However, the purpose was not to get Connect over but rather to film the crowd reactions and then splice them into the shows at points where the other heels are out there sticking up the ring to a dead crowd in real life. And this <laughs> gives the illusion on TV that they're super over. It was like when Jericho beat Roman and, 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 they, and they placed in the guy's reaction of him him looking upset about Roman losing and it turned out he was actually cheering. Ah, yes. I, I love this company. They put the lint in fraudulent. Hey. <laughs> See, I'm, I'm, I'm purposely happy. having to try hard here because I'm almost instinctively going into doing the Stu Hart voice. Is it over yet? <laughs> Actually, it's the best match on the show at this point. Oh, nice. No, the first the first 20 minutes or so of the first match were fantastic. Well, that's, that's And there's a story. Brett versus Bob is great. Mm -hmm. Man, Mabel looks great in this match. Holy Christ. Ooh. There you go, ask them out. <laughs> <laughs> Hell of a move. It's just like when 
Vince liked Diesel when he saw him in Rumble 94. And this is why he went, you know, we'll go go with Mabel because he saw this match. Might have been. Ooh. I mean, I realize that's... Yeah, the jump, that's still a hell of a bump. Yeah. I mean, of his considerable girth. I think this got... This segment uh, got put on Twitter, I think, a year ago as an example of how good, like, two big men could do in a small space of time. Oh, and shit. I agree. And me and... Oh, Christ. Oh. Looked at uh, Viscera as he's gone on in SmackDown, and I'm a big fan of Viscera having these matches where he takes like four or so huge bumps for a man that size in like a three-minute match, and that's it. And I'm, I'm happy with a guy coming out and doing all this stuff, and then that doesn't go for on forever and ever and ever. Great at that. Well, he was definitely underrated. Maybe it's just bad timing on the uh, King of the Ring push. Yeah, and yeah. speaking of bad timing and push, if we see the replay of this. <laughs> It does not look pretty. <laughs> yeah, Mabel, I can tell Mabel splattered at a very awkward angle. Yeah. There's a lot of people lying down outside the ring. I wish Bulldog was genuinely still there. And Mabel landed on him. Here we go. <laughs> oh, is it Tuesday already? <laughs> okay, is... so clothesline outside. <laughs> Ooh, oh, yeah, yeah. Oh. That looks nasty. <laughs> Maybe it was kind of the Here's Bill. Well, must be Survivor Series. <laughs> so Luger never won a damn thing in the company, yet on his team are two future King of the Rings. <laughs> That's sad, isn't it? In fact, Who I is think, that? Am I right in thinking that everybody on Luger's team won some major accolades within the company at some Not point? Not Bomb. Ah, oh, Bomb didn't, did he? No, uh, Adam Bombed. <laughs> I wasn't against Adam Bomb. In fact, if we answered that question again, I wouldn't uh, be the one about bringing back some guys from the 90s. I wouldn't mind bringing Adam Bomb back. I genuinely thought he was somebody that stood out from the pack in terms of his moveset and his look. And he wasn't the least charismatic man in the room. Yeah, uh, on uh, something to wrestle with, Bruce was quite dismissive of Adam Bomb. Because he's like, I just couldn't... It, it didn't have that chemistry in the ring. And you're like, all right, yeah, you're right. He wasn't, you know, iron effing chic or anything like that in the ring. But look at the competition. Yeah. He's, absolutely, he's perfectly cromulent for the time period. <laughs> he had cool moves. He was a big guy. That's all that matters. He had a little bit of energy to him. Yeah. I was going to say a moment ago, when Billy Gunn was trying to fire the crowd, if it makes sense that he'd do it because him and his son were the ones helping carry the crowdless shows for AEW for a couple of months there. <laughs> yeah. Raise the roof. Yeah. Oop, there it is. But there was always something with WWE. Was it? I always got the vibe with WWF. They didn't like big oh, guys. Tag. They didn't like big guys wrestling like little guys, did they? There was always that kind of sentiment where if you were a big guy, you just did big guy moves and nothing else. Obviously, Keith Lee has really broken the mob with that. I say that as Bigelow does a moonsault. <laughs> well, Vader was quite adamant that that was not a moonsault. That was a twisting splash. And Vader <laughs> did a proper moonsault. He's, he, he does have a point. Wow, great baby face. Luger coming in for the sneaky schoolboy there. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Well done, Pat Sharp. Has someone seriously got a sign in the front row for Ted DiBiase's corporation? I guess so. <laughs> they were oh. over, man. Uh-huh. <laughs> and why was this man allowed to do super kicks when Shawn Michaels has been out already? <laughs> because he actually hits his opponent. 
Yeah, someone in the back, he's just like, ow! <laughs> Subconsciously. Making Luger noises. Ugh! <laughs> Man, can you imagine Luger in the brawl for his bar gun? Everything gets punched. Ah! Ah! <laughs> no, Lexus is a shoot. Ah! <laughs> Luger, as. And one thing I miss about doing these commentaries is I don't hear Luger shouting uh, through the entire match. This show is like the effective end of Luger, Doink, and even Backlund as, like, in terms of their spots on the card. Because Doink stops being relevant after this. Luger's definitely doomed. And Backlund, we know he loses the belt in three days. There's, like, a huge shift that takes place after this show. It is weird. Oh, that's such a shame for Doink. I know. It's just, I mean, it's just, like, he was so prominent for, the, for like, the previous few months with this whole dumb Lawler feud. And then he just... He's just there for, like, charity events and then the job. Legal forum. Yeah. That's such a great gimmick for a bad guy. I know. <laughs> yeah, the whole illegal forearm thing always seemed nutty. Yeah. Hardcore Holly had that briefly in 2000, which we'll find on the SmackDown Cultaholic Classic <laughs> SmackDown <laughs> Review. <laughs> Yes, we certainly will. Sir. Might as well plug it while this is on. Yeah, we might as well do. In fact, if we're, you know, I will, let me see if we've had any more questions. Let me check our list. Uh, we asked you to send us some questions that we can read during some sort of low ebbs during the pay per view. Um, Annabelle says, "Has there ever been times where wrestling becomes overwhelming or slightly boring?" All the time. <laughs> Uh, the last few months have been overwhelming for wrestling, I'd say that yeah, much. Yeah, there is that. Uh, I think the last few months is the only times where I've gone, I'm just going to have a weekend where I don't think about wrestling at all. And honestly, though, I'll say with it slowing down and just being, only being, God, uh, Raw, SmackDown, AW Dynamite, and maybe Dark. Oh, yeah, and sorry, NXT. Uh, that's, I'm all right with that. There's not all these 10,000 indie shows to pretend to be interested in. It's actually... It, it, weirdly, I've found myself doing other, excuse me, things. So, mm -hmm. yeah, I feel I feel the same way. I I pare down my watching a lot, quite honestly, and it's mm. it's just easier to have other hobbies. And so that way, you're actually looking forward to wrestling rather than seeing it as just something you do as part of your week. Yeah, exactly. I like that. That's not, that's a nice uh, a nice sentiment. Mm -hmm. um, Dave Holmes says, in an era of no fans slash cinematic matches, are there any matches that would have benefited from no crowd slash commentary from previous years? So I guess he wants us to uh, retro book some cinematic matches. Huh. What? No. <laughs> Yoko and Taker in a real graveyard. <laughs> um, any Mongo match where you can film ahead of time and edit it. <laughs> that would ruin Mongo. The fun of Mongo was they screwed up. It would be it would, that is all the fun of Mongo. Um, matches that would benefit from. Imagine Ben Wavers and Sullivan their final match if it was cinematic style, but they could have gotten away with. Oh, nice. I'd like to have seen. Oh, leg. Maybe okay. Reaching out really far here. Having um, Jake the State Roberts and Rick Martel fight either at a perfume counter 
or in a snake pit? In like an actual snake pit? How about both at the same oh, time? Oh, yes. Sidewinder. Nice. How, about, how about Savage and Jake for, for a blow-off in a Cinemax style? Oh, gosh, yeah. Savage and Jake in, in a snake pit. That'd be sublime. Hogan, Giant, Top of Kobo Hall. <laughs> okay. Oh my god! Jesus. Did he, he counter a crucifix into a Samoan drop? I think that was that. I think he just lost yes, his yeah. grip. He just lost purchase of him. <laughs> it's alright. Yeah, yeah. The referee asked him if he was alright afterwards. He went, hey, how are you? <laughs> It was a crucifix going wrong, which I'm not making the obvious joke there. Because uh, <laughs> in three days, he's going to win the belt anyway. But anyway, go on. <laughs> Tom? Yes, I'm still here. Next sorry. Question. Oh, sorry. Next, next question. question. Sorry. Next question. Now, uh, Stephen Norrie. Uh, thank you, Steve. Now, Stephen has asked us. He says, what's the best game on the following platforms? And then he's listed about... 37 platforms. All right. <laughs> um, we'll do it like Reese's Pieces then. <laughs> There's eight Reese's Pieces. Um, but yeah. thank, thank you, Stephen. Uh, big fan of your work. Also a big fan of the fact that you have uh, artwork as your avatar from my friend Catherine. I like that a lot. Catherine is a good egg. Um, I'd say what, I'm going to pick at random. We also went in 64 games. Um, where do we stand on the Sega Saturn, lads? Never played it. Never played it? Okay. Uh, owned one, but every game I looked at, I went, wait, aren't these out for better consoles? <laughs> <laughs> so okay. I will say... Uh... Oh, God, I can't think of anything. How about a, ga uh, how about Nights, a Game Boy? How Nights about... into Dreams. Nice shout on Nights into Dreams. What about Game Boy, though? Ooh, um... Best Game Boy game. Well, Tetris, Barbara's surely. The... I'm out here at Barbers of the Juggernauts. Ooh, Oof. nice. Yikes. Uh, I, that's such a hard one. I'm going to have to say Warrior Land. Oh, splendid. Love Warrior Land on Ant 2. Well, I will therefore be um, be the better obscure company, and I will say Super Mario Land 2, Legend of the Six Golden Coins. That's a great one as well. Mario in space. Why? Just because space. Um, <laughs> oh, sorry, come. Uh, okay, uh, I don't know whether you guys would answer this one or not. Quetzal. Uh, oh, the U is silent. Quetzal. Uh, top five Seinfeld episodes. Top Wait, I'm five. Where were those 37 consoles? Oh, well, well, there's too many. Yeah, you're uh, right. It was getting very boring. I know. Very self indulgent. Seinfeld episodes. Hmm. <laughs> you go first. Seinfeld. Okay, top five is hard to say, but I'm just gonna throw out some of the better ones. Probably the one where we're uh, he put up with an elbow drop. Wow. Um, the best Seinfeld moment ever off the top of my head is Kramer telling the story of when his girlfriend lost her toe because of the street sweeper, so he had to head to rush to the hospital and he commandeered a bus. It's the best two minutes in the history of the show. Uh, okay. The Magic Loogie. Yes. With Keith Hernandez. Mm. Um, 
I couldn't name. I know. I've. I know lots of bits from Seinfeld, but I couldn't name a particular episode from Seinfeld. Um, yeah, I remember the bits better than episodes because so, uh, there's not a lot going on in the episodes. That's the whole so thing. So I will say, comedians in cars getting coffee. Oh. The best episode is <laughs> obviously, obviously the finale. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> um, we'll do one more. Uh, Emma Pet says, which five wrestling personalities, past or present, would you invite to a dinner party? Oh, Haku. Oops. Still. Oh, I was gonna say. Ah, uh, ah. Uh. Snitsky. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Luger. Cause someone has to ask questions, even if he's not trying to. Uh. <laughs> and I'll throw my teenage girl, Stacy Keebler. Anyway, how about you guys? I'll have Jesse Ventura. Okay. Randy Savage. Raven and a bag of coke. <laughs> Beautiful. Um, I'll go with Clowns R Us and Keith Lee, and then I'll cancel on Clowns R Us. Hmm. We well, feed the midgets to Keith Lee. <laughs> the no, dwarf. Me and Keith are going for cocktails. Was that a jackhammer? It, it was, was a bit of a jackhammer. Bam, somewhat, a, bam, 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 bam. Bam Bam invented the jackhammer. I believe it. The more you and know. And here comes Gigolo Championship Wrestling Classics favourite, Stickman. <laughs> <laughs> the egg. Kirby. He, he does look like an <laughs> egg. The guy from Ed Wood. <laughs> There, is, really some, there is something very intimidating about King Kong Bundy, just because of just like how basic his attire is. There is something quite intimidating about him. I, d I did love the infamous Iron Sheik verse they had like over a decade ago, where the one comedian told Bundy, says, you know, any big splash you hit nails on the shitter. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> and someone had dandruff on his shirt, but he says, get it off before Morocco tries to snort it. <laughs> <laughs> That's a hell of a line. Bunny's actually a pretty funny guy. Well, he was and when he was alive, obviously. Well, he was he was in an episode of Weird Science, and he was very funny in that. Weird and, Science. And two married children episodes. Yes, he was. <laughs> he says, yeah. But he's like, he told Bud, I thought you liked women. I do. He says, then prepare to become one. <laughs> what? He's twisting the Bobby Man stinger. That's not his stinger, Peg. <laughs> Wasn't the joke as well? Because I haven't seen much married with children. That, you know, it's in Al Bundy. You're like, oh, related to, you know, and he goes, yeah. And then he, it's King Kong, as opposed to Ted. <laughs> <laughs> of course, the neighbors were Stephen Marcy Rhodes, because he got a name for Dusty Rhodes. Oh. And, then, and then they left, and they were just Stephen Marcy after that. I was going to say, yeah, I don't show those episodes anymore. I like to pretend that Married with Children is the prequel to Modern Family. And it's, and it's post Al Bundy leaving his wife. Adrenaline starts the flow. I got Al Bundy right next door. <laughs> Whoa. He keeps shouting, oh, damn it, Peg. Although you could I'm tell that the roads were in it because uh, every episode got 
got three stars from TV Guide. <laughs> Although I, I would not compare Brandy to Marcy by any means. <laughs> I can't imagine Brandy putting her fists on her hips and doing the chicken thing. How dare he call me a chicken? I'll pop in the head. It's so weird seeing all these guys come out with these amazing colorful outfits about Doink and Jarrett and, you know, even Bigelow's outfits. And here's Bundy with this friggin' 1950s wrestling singlet. Well, it, it, it's what he wore. He's not going to update his look. He's, he made that mania too, damn it. Nah, they should have updated him. I'm enjoying, like, Men on a Mission. Yo, baby, yo, baby, yo, baby. You have to say it five times. <laughs> Two of these men main event at WrestleMania, and Luger's not one of them. Oh. I can't believe how long this show feels. It feels longer than it is. We've got we've got 30 minutes left, and then we can all go home. What a weirdly paced show. <laughs> I, think I probably would have enjoyed like, it at the time, but it is just... I kind of get the pacing in the sense that you have like the the good guy triumphant in the opening match. Then you have the baddies with the, with, uh, but then they kind of get the, the comeuppance on the on Lawler. Then you have Backlund winning the title. Then I I, I I can't remember, but I'm assuming that Luger is the star of this one. And then you've got the main event. So it's actually a lot of um, a lot of wait, wait, wait. good moments. Oh, hang on. This is it. This is it. I can't believe they did this. What? I stand corrected. That is oh my a God. horrible ending after teasing that Luger. That's the type of ending they give Daniel Bryan nowadays. Um, oh, my God. Getting beat up for 20 minutes and then losing anyway. <laughs> and Bundy pinning Luger on pay-per-view oh, is I, death-defying. Make Luger look kind of strong. Make, make Luger look really... Really good, and then he beat you. <laughs> Make Luger look passable. Make Luger look really, really passable. That's awful. <laughs> now, presumably, now he's going to get his shine back. No. Uh huh. Yeah, he's, he's going to rock Bundy. But it's like, this doesn't feel I'm like there's any Luke, shenanigans. sorry, you can't inside the shop. You have to take your papoose to go. <laughs> the deposit on the bus has already lapsed. Jeez. A year ago, like, he was WWE's hope. Red, white, and blue hope. Now, he may as well just jump to WCW without a contract. <laughs> yeah. Now he just... He read, he read white and blows. <laughs> oh, the smoking guns. Thank God. <laughs> Thank God you're there, lads. Mabel ain't running. <laughs> Get him, boys. He yelled and sat back down. Got to keep Bundy strong. He's out of there. That's terrible. That's, that, is, that is so... I mean, I'm not surprised. <laughs> because... Uh, Oscar beat Mabel to the ring. <laughs> uh, Mabel just walks out. Get us some of those headliners, like the ones we used in the 50s. Bundy, <laughs> the exact same gear he's worn forever. We can't bust heads like we used to. So now we resort to telling them stories. 
like the time I worked with Hogan in L.A. <laughs> oh, the time I, the time I was roofing that dwarf. <laughs> so if I had a bouffant hairdo, which was the style at the time. <laughs> what did Ernie Ladd say about Bundy? I can't remember. Oh, I had a great insult. I wish you remember it. Why did, why did Team Bomb with the Hearts and call them the nuclear family? Oh, that would have been great. You could join Bomb's, Bomb's nuclear family. <laughs> Imagine you wake up and you see Oscar, Mabel, the Smoking Guns, and Adam Bomb. Oh, God, I had a mid-card hell. Oh, God, you know what? It is again. <laughs> I had a dream. You were in it. You were in it. And I was pinning well, you in WCW four years later. <laughs> <laughs> and then you formed a team of drug dealers with Crush. I was just like, can I help you? <laughs> Luke was like, no baby, no baby, no. <laughs> Get away from me. <laughs> oh, yes, here we go. Here we go. Three feet quiet. Papers. One of them is Michael Lano. Like was there from Super <laughs> Okay, ignoring the fact that Bob Backlund's top set of teeth look just as good as his bottom row of teeth look bad. I don't know what that's about. That was amazing. That's exactly what I wanted from a guy who's lost his mind, clearly thinks he's still, you know, still champion 30 years later and all this. Excellent. Thank you, Bob. What do you think, Justin? That was a great promo, and it just occurred to me that if, if Bob Backlund is Dr. Banner and Brock Lesnar is the Incredible Hulk. Yeah, I can see it. If you look at the eyes and the teeth, you see it. I like that. I like that a lot. And, and the hairstyle, too. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Hold, 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 sweet child of mine. <laughs> One of the most premier film stars. Yes. Yes. Wait a minute. Yes. Is that true? Now you, now you four. Get away. Well, no. Damn right. <laughs> He's still living off silent rage at this point. <laughs> Chuck flipping Cannon Norris, Films, very own Chuck Norris. Chuck Norris is at a wrestling show. This is by the way the uh, match with um, Guts and Glory versus versus Millionaire Team. 
Highest rated match of the show. It's two and a half stars. Oh, God, lads. I got, he's, he's absolutely brutal on that first match. Oh, uh, yeah. unfair, <laughs> but... Hey, where would we be if we didn't criticise everything that man did, eh? <laughs> uh, just saying. He never, met a, he never met a bit of spe- speculation in reporter's fact. It's <laughs> <laughs> the best song on the show. Of Pyro anyway, for Chuck. last thing he did... Uh, in 94, he was in a film called Hellbound. This is Norris, not Meltzer, by the way. Uh, <laughs> I came out in January, and that was... was it, Canon, it was Canon Films. Uh, but if Dave Meltzer was in Hellbound, what would that oh, sound like just oh, said? No. God. I had to uh, <laughs> um, review uh, Blackjack Brawl. Um, yeah, it was uh, it was not good. <laughs> I'm calling Chuck's head missing in action. He's at Code of Silence, Silent Rage, Breaker Breaker. You guys had a great filmography as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> yeah, Hellbound was life. the last film by Canon Films. Gutted. Mm-hmm. Uh, he had sidekicks before this. Where he, the hell is this? Breaker, the Breaker. Kid from it. And it's sequel. Breaker, oh, Breaker the guy two. from Sequest DSP. Yeah, right. Yes. Oh. Only a happy joke to be made there, so let's move on. Um, <laughs> Hitman. Delta Force. Wait, which movie was it with the Sequest guy? It was Sidekicks. Sidekicks. Like Cornet and Fuji. Mm. They're sidekicks. Oh, yeah, it's for Jonathan Brandis. That Yoko was, uh, walking down with the eye of the tiger because, look, judging by the, uh, the the time left on this show, this match is about to go. Yeah, there's one called minutes. The Hitman in 1991. The poster's like, you know, Chuck Norris, he's against the city landscape. He <laughs> has what looks like a shotgun. Oh, wait, there's a Paul Bearer dude. I don't. Um, but that doesn't look that can't be a real gun and he's holding it with one hand so I'm like alright yeah Chuck yeah fire that gun and see if you can catch your left arm as it flies off your body <laughs> this is my boomstick yeah boom <laughs> ah. it's a good gun but I can only fire it once like this well, it's Chuck his arm will grow back it's like a starfish it just regenerates is Tom dead? No, I'm still here. Can you not hear me? Yeah, dead sick of this show. <laughs> well, you know, he's good. Oh, wait, it's the Undertaker entrance, isn't it? Well, you yeah. know what? Now, oh, I'll wait for him to come back. And I can go can to you the not hear me? Hello? <laughs> I'll take her if you want to go. It's fine. I feel bad. I'm going to leave you at home. Uh, oh, Tom says he's talking. Well, we can't hear you, mate. Can you hear Check me your now? Skype. Because my Skype's trying to be muted me as well a few times. Tom, you're muted. Yeah, you oh, muted yourself. Go. Otherwise. That might be it. Yeah, Skype has a weird thing of doing that, so I'm sorry if some people have heard me saying the same thing twice, because I thought, oh, that, ju- that bombed. And I check Skype, it's, oh, muted. <laughs> Why does Skype randomly mute us? Is it just Skype Ooh, where wait. Going, you're not funny? You're really quiet, Tom. Is your mic not working? Oh, <laughs> hang on a sec. Let me, uh... Not only does Skype hate you, but your microphone hates you as well. Oh, one second, everybody. Yeah, Tom, hurry, hurry. The Undertaker entrance is happening. I need to be quick for that, then. Jesus... Right. Yeah. Okay, easy. I'm going to the toilet. You talk the technical issues. Okay. Is that any better, Justin? Can you hear me any better? I hear you just fine. All right. I'm not too quiet. Now you sound like Tom. Oh, that's fine. <laughs> I'm loud yeah. then. Excellent. Yes. That's what we like. Right. Okay, fine. Now you sound soft again. Have I? 
Yeah, we're losing you. Oh, what's going on? Wait, the Tron's opening up. Oh no! Who's there? Can you hear me now? Barely. Barely. Right, if I do that... I need a new Thanks. microphone. Clearly. <laughs> <laughs> right, there we go, crank that up. Crank it Thanks. up. Right. <laughs> so... Is he come through the Tron? Did I miss that then? Did he come through the Tron? He is now, yes. Ah, oh, get in. I'm it's back. Just... I'm better than ever. Um, I'm empty. <laughs> oh, I'm taking still at the ring. I can't believe it. <laughs> now you miss it. The, the freaking Tron opened up. Oh, great. Yeah. <laughs> you sound very invested. Honestly, mate, I was clean shaven before this show. Um, I'm fully bearded now. I, I, it's, it's unreal how long this has gone on for. Yeah, this is a, this is a doozy. What I like though, to kind of keep this on 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 course, what I like is how 1994 is bookended by this. Like it's mm. it, it's not the it's not the greatest thing, but it's bookended by it because in the uh, the rumble we had Undertaker Yoko casket match, and the last pay per view of the year we have Undertaker Yoko casket match. And we have Bob tear Brett's arm out of his arm. And his arm from... Yeah, so he lost his leg from out of his leg in January. And then in, in November, he lost his arm from out of his arm. And you have Razor winning a match without doing anything. And you have uh, Big Long to Tonka in the same match. Yeah, it's the same event. <laughs> they haven't really moved along yeah. in a year, have they? The one big difference is lack of... Kabuki! <laughs> Both the wrestler and the, and the art form. I know, this, this looks like one so far. <laughs> How many have Chuck Norris? He's, he's a martial arts master also. Oh, yeah. One of the best pure strikers in the business. <laughs> Shut up. That's because Master Striker is not a pure blood. My, sure. my favorite, my favorite Undertaker entrance was the one that Michael Cole described as mind-numbing. <laughs> <laughs> After this, he's going to go like, Now I have vanquished my foe. Make sure to go to your local blockbusters <laughs> and rent Braddock missing in action. And Chuck's going to go like, Why? You're in it. Oh God, was I? <laughs> that has a gnarly effect. That strobe. E. Having said this, I'm looking forward to seeing this match, the real finish, because I liked Yoko. Mm -hmm. I like main event Yoko, I like big bouncing. Yoko, can think of the word Biggin would be. Um, statuesque, yeah. They don't move much either. Yeah, Yoko's very statuesque. He's, uh... It's like Twiggy. <laughs> well, Yoko's weight was a talking point going into this. You're kidding. I know, right? He is felt. Um, now, obviously, Yoko's always been a big lad. Obviously, uh... It's, it's it's just always has been, but there was concerns from the WWF that he was getting too big, so they gave him time off 
following this um, to to lose weight. He was uh, he was put on a he was he was sent to a clinic where he would lose weight, given a strict mm -hmm. diet, and in fact, not only did he not lose weight, he actually gained weight while on this diet mm -hmm. and came back like on what looked like a hundred pounds heavier from a from a sabbatical designed to make him thinner. I like the story that Cornette told that... Oh, sorry, maybe it was Bruce. I've been asking a lot of Bruce in a lockdown. That Why? Yoko, well, you know, sometimes comes up with stuff. Okay. In 83 weeks, it's great, man. Uh, <laughs> like, apparently... Yeah, I It's a great bump by Yoko. The story was that they'd ring up Yoko and go, Oh, how are you doing? Oh, yeah, brother. I lost like 30 pounds, but oh, great. And then next week, yeah, brother, I lost 100 pounds. And yeah, all right, next week, I lost 80 pounds. It's like, wait a minute, wait. Wait, you, 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 so you've gained 20 pounds since last week? He basically was trying to kayfabe them, but forgot the numbers. <laughs> so his, his weight was going up and down, according to him, like a horse draw. And eventually <laughs> realized, hang on. And it reminds me of another story I like about Marlon Brando, his <laughs> wife at the time was getting annoyed because obviously he was about as big as Yoko at one point. He's like, right, you're on a strict diet. And when she was around, he'd eat nothing but salads and low carbs and all this stuff. Yet he wasn't losing any weight. And he's like, oh, I wonder what's happening with this. Until she found out Brando's uh, neighbor and good friend Jack Nicholson was helping him out by throwing cheeseburgers over his fence. So every time Brando <laughs> would go out, he's like, I'm just going to go for a smoke. You know, for 15 minutes, just be gorgeous. Eight months, things that you can throw up the fence. Oh wow! <laughs> Apocalypse cow. <laughs> <laughs> on the subject, on the back to Yoko and the weight loss thing. It was um, a little later on where they tried the weight loss thing again with Yokozuna, and we'll talk about this in a couple of years on the Raw review, um, where Yokozuna and Vader were both checked into a health clinic. <laughs> with, with plans for them to lose weight and again not only did they not lose weight they ended up gaining weight because when everybody called time for the day on the health clinic Yoko and Vader would, would leave the premises and go and get KFC who's going to stop them it's just so so blatant just so blatant it's like yeah been all day losing weight. Yeah, brother, I've lost all this weight. Right, good night, good night. I'm just gonna just pop it out. <laughs> what a, what a Eat all the chicken. Last mango in Paris. <laughs> Man, the mango wasn't the problem. It was the, the the mango and lime sauce all over the chicken that was the, that was the problem. I know. I could could have done better with that one. <laughs> I mean, forget Campatera, Mr. Sight. Imagine Vader just like. Just... Like, Kool-Aid man just bursting through the wall of a KFC at, like, one in the morning. Oh, yeah! <laughs> yeah, Ken, I'm not saying he was big, but Ken Patera once went to prison for throwing Marlon Brando through a window of a McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> Math, I've got it, I've got it, right? Last last KFC family bucket, large fries and can of Tango in Paris. Oh, that's much better, thank you. We've got my next one, which is going to be Reflections in a Golden Ice Cream. <laughs> Patricia Brenda Tony Brenda Tony Patera. Oh, I can't do Carl Fomo. Why are you fucking Fomo? I'll beat you like a red-headed, red-headed stepson. I can take pain. 
Oh, here we go to the Yoko bump. Hey! Oh. Puts Herod as the promo with the orange peel in his mouth. And Patera, I could have been someone. I could have gone to the Olympics if I had to be the damn Rusties. <laughs> like every wrestler from that period. Yeah, sure. On the jobber front. <laughs> no, it was in Viva Spaghetti. <laughs> no, that's an obscure one. I'll stop. No, he's, he's the mild one. Oh. Oh, I love the big ass rock bottom. Oh, he did a flipping good Uranagi. It's the fat bottom. <laughs> Whoa, would you take me home tonight? Whoa, get some chicken in the midnight light. <laughs> I, I, said, I, I, was, I was a Yoko fan. Arnold so Brando was like, yes, boy. please, I'll have that last bit. <laughs> I'll have that last bit. <laughs> if they don't beat old Calzone. <laughs> Starring Marlon Brando as John Truckasaurus. Brando Zuna. <laughs> you banzai. Yeah. <laughs> what have I done to deserve such disrespect? <laughs> Other than gain 300 pounds. <laughs> <laughs> you don't even call me Yoko. You're going against the family. <laughs> There's a lot of animals after all. <laughs> it's one of them where, right? I want to uh, just, just FYI, weight is an issue that a lot of people deal with. I deal with it myself. We are we are laughing at we are laughing at Yokozuna mainly and, and Marlon Brando just flagrantly, almost comically denying assistance actors. being given two great actors, both comically <laughs> denying help given to them. Yeah, uh, and also special mention to Yoko. Yeah, you're right. Obviously, I'm very lucky to have a good metabolism. It's the only thing God gave me. But <laughs> regards to Yoko, according to other wrestlers, he was intending to put on weight. It wasn't like, you know, like, oh, I'm just trying to lose weight and I just can't do it. So tough. He's like, no, I want to be like the fattest wrestler to ever, <laughs> ever live. Which is all right. But your boy's like, whoa, it might be hard for you to get health insurance. He's like, oh, whatever. Throw Lloyd's of Lloyd's in London. <laughs> Lloyd's, Lloyd's of London. Lloyd's of London. You ever hear the story of the thing that Brando said to a Val Kilmer on the set of Dr. Moreau. Oh, yes, please do again. Go on. <laughs> oh, I, I guess Val Kilmer was being a diva. It was a very uh, troubled production. And during, and, and during one of Kilmer's fits, Brando said to him, I think you're confusing the size of your talent with the size of your paycheck. Yes. <laughs> That's I love that line. documentary, by the way, of making of uh, Dr. Moreau. <laughs> it's just such a good put-down. Nice shot, nice shot of the cameraman in the urn there. <laughs> The man, the guy in the glass. WWE got very good at doing that, like throughout most of their career, like having these iconic scenes, but but keeping the cameraman away from them. But there's just been a few occasions. I think obviously with the the advent of smartphones and stuff that that illusion's ruined. It was the, I think it was was it Becky Lynch beating Charlotte with a steel chair, or the other way around, and you just watched as as it was happening. Two cameramen just moving in and out and in and out <laughs> as this beatdown was going on. Yeah. Just completely took it away. 
you know, the yeah, Cameron doing the Night of the Rock, doing the Night of the Roxbury head bob. Pretty much just what they were doing to, to capture the uh, the uh, the excitement of the moment, because just hitting somebody with a chair is not enough. You need to feel it with your camera maneuvers. Yeah, that being said, I do like how um, in NXT they do the bit for um, Jonah Rock where he, as he's stepping into the ring, he puts his foot on the steel step and the camera shakes like it's an earthquake. I like that. Mm. Okay, little thing. They must have they did that with as well. They did, yeah, but I think they, they did it with him as they followed him. Like they were kneeling down, they followed him, and every time he stepped, the camera shook. Stuff like that I like. I like the look. Brando! I like the, <laughs> I like the simple thing of Mark Henry's entrance when, when a cameraman would be at the very back of the entranceway, and Henry would just stand right in front of it, and his whole back would take up the, the entire frame. Oh, yeah, that was good. And made like part of his neck. It's like, like this is one bad MF for coming out. That was always really good fun. That was just very. Do you know Marlon Brando's last ever role? <laughs> I love how this match is all just Marlon Brando <laughs> gangs. But this is what we're talking about. It was Big Bugman? It's a <laughs> film that still hasn't come out. And I quote: "The recording took place in Marlon Brando's home. Brando was on oxygen six hours a day. He died the next month, and despite the fact he was supposed to be there." To record one of the characters, he decided he wanted <laughs> to play a little girl instead. No, the, the old lady, Mrs. Sour, instead. And Brando would even wear a wig. And he says it's the most fun doing a part since playing Julius Caesar. <laughs> Still never been released. Anyway, Undertaker. Wow, what a great clothesline. That was a very good clothesline, actually. Legendary clothesline, that was. I geez. reckon this show is Triple H's favourite show of all time. Because <laughs> it's five really long matches. Yeah. It's three hours and feels like ten. It's a photo of Jean-Paul Levesque pointing at the VHS of this. <laughs> He's a big fan. What's Undertaker? Is he trying to resuscitate him? <laughs> I feel a kick. <laughs> taking, all, taking all his energy to, to move him onto his belly. Go on, take. <laughs> they were watching the Backland Heart match for tips on stalling. Mark, I'm effed. You're on your own. <laughs> Can't help you with that. <laughs> you certainly oh, are. Here we go. Oh, hang on. It must be Kabuki. Uh, oh, oh, it's Bundy! It's Kabundy. Oh, it's Norris! It's Kabundy and Norris! Chuck Norris! Go back! I promise you, go back. Chuck will kill you. Please go back, Bundy. Vince hey, Bundy. needs you for a big push in 95. Bundy, your heat is missing in action. <laughs> <laughs> He's about to walk a uh, Texas Ranger down the aisle and arrest you. <laughs> oh, here comes the celebrity bump man, the bumper to the stars, Bam Bam Bigelow. Get in there, Biggs. 
They're the two stunt masks that Jared's gonna land on. <laughs> Come on, guys, this crowd's adhering to the code of silence. <laughs> <laughs> well, the, the crowd earlier uh, during the heart background match had that silent rage. <laughs> oh, Christ. I'm gonna take a stop to the ring because he knows that he can't up, he can't he can't usurp but IRS kicked him in the dick God <laughs> IRS is like I'm sick of doing those promos and you not reacting to them <laughs> I've been doing those oh, promos this for is... weeks this will get the crowd lit up IRS catching lies <laughs> on your forms <laughs> audits coming <laughs> Sleep oh no, IRS. <laughs> yeah, do now, Undertaker. If the sleeper hold doesn't spring. get you, the abdominal stretch will. <laughs> <laughs> this worked really well for Backland earlier. He had this on for 10 minutes. I'm going to put it on for 12. <laughs> hey, Chuck Norris said, Movie 1981 called an eye for an eye. That's perfect. Ah. Appropriate, considering the pay per view that's just been. Oh no, Maybe who will they're... stop the... Oh, whatever, I can't hold it. So, that's what Bundy and Bigelow thought. As they've been ushered to the back, I can't be bothered. Maybe we should follow Steamboat in retirement and go the way of the dragon. <laughs> oh, Christ. This pay-per-view has been punctuated by people just having a lie down. Well, it's understandable. It's I can empathise. <laughs> In the longest two hours. Like, oh, that bump again! Well done, Yoko. Just keep on the, keep on dipping into that pocket. Orange Bottle ceiling's leaking now. <laughs> He's trying to sell his house. Every time someone comes to visit, Yoko falls over, and they just go, "Oh, we'll think about it." Thanks very much for showing us around. Now Yoko's thinking, "Oh, that looks comfy in there." It's gonna go for a lie down. It's gonna have a little oh. lie. Yoko's, yo, this is this is me trying to open the cupboard door after seven pints no. of lager. No, just got it. Oh god. <laughs> and then the lager fights back. <laughs> yeah, normally it does after seven. Yeah. Look at her face. Yoko's. Oh no. <laughs> I'm tired. Oh, here we go. Here, go on, Jeff. Yeah, Bundy and Bigelow don't want a piece. I'm Tiger sure. kick! <laughs> that bump! What a bump. <laughs> the crowd goes wild. Chuck Norris just kicked Jeff Jarrett. Jarrett's off! He's running away! <laughs> it's literally running like a cartoon character. <laughs> this was Victory Road. Fucking Norris been counting the lights. <laughs> Jarrett got his, got his win back. <laughs> Oh, actually talking, Yoko, talking of winbacks, there was a lot of talk of WCW offering Yoko a big money deal around this time mm -hmm. as well because Hogan wanted to get his win back. They shot and that rumor. But <laughs> other guys do say that, like when he was out of contract with WF, that they were offering him like crazy amounts of money to come in and just do a run in. He'd be like, nah. <laughs> like, you've clearly never seen Yoko's work. That man doesn't do a run in. He's oh, and here we go, here we go. I hit your cars. Oh! Undertaker! We've, that's an anti Japan sentiment. Well, he's the American badass. Oh, yeah, of course. He's, he's, uh. 
Survivor Series is American. The yeah, rest of the year is Southern American uh, special jacket, didn't he? Don't worry, Chuck. Bruce isn't going to beat you up anymore. <laughs> Thanks, Chuck. <laughs> Good luck, Chuck. I thought it was very out of character for Undertaker to, to snap the Japanese flag like that. Is he good luck, Chuck? Is the, is what Tell you what, M- MVP of this show, bringing the referee, pushing Yokozuna. <laughs> Whoa. Jesus, the traps <clears throat> on that lad. Does that Chuck Norris carry it? <laughs> Norris took it over his shoulder. <laughs> Chuck's like, my work here is done. You didn't do anything, didn't I? <laughs> oh, you didn't. <laughs> <laughs> Look at all the fireflies I caught. <laughs> I'll give them to IRS. He may need them someday. Oh. Undertaker still reluctant to acknowledge IRS, even though IRS just tried to attack him. Still not acknowledging you. I don't want this feud. Stop <laughs> trying to make IRS Undertaker happen. It's never going to happen. <laughs> Tigger's Edge and IRS is Matt Hardy. <laughs> I have got just two words for you. I are freaking S. <laughs> that's, that's letters you daft. Oh, stop there. <laughs> so you're saying that IRS is trying to go take her into some force of vengeance. Oh, enough. The man died. IRS is desperate to to get Undertaker's attention, uh, but Undertaker just keeps ignoring the letters. (laughs) (laughs) Since Thomas Layers, you can't find me, you'll you'll, you'll never reach me. Sincerely, IRS. (laughs) And that was Survivor Series 1994, gentlemen. Excellent work. Dave gave that two and a half stars for co-match of the night. Oh, Christ. Oh, well, good for him. Oh. <laughs> Lads, this has been a pleasure that you simply cannot measure. Um, this has been, a test of our, it's been a test of our friendship. It really has. It really has. Um, Strummer Witch is back next week, I do believe. I don't think... I think we've given him the week off of good behaviour. Yes, uh, he'll, he'll, he'll be back to sing about Mr. Backlund's downfall. Excellent. So Strummerwitch back next week. I think you, you, you know what? You know, we've we've all been, we've all suffered, and I don't think even you listening deserves the sweet that is Strummerwitch. So we're all going to end on a on a sour point. Uh, this has been great. Uh, enjoyed another lovely watch along with my friends and yourself as well. Uh, Matthew Gregg from the Cultaholic Classic Smackdown Review. Thank you very much for coming over to 1994 and uh, to expect so much more. Thank you very much, sir. <laughs> No, thank you. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, no, thank you. (laughs) Uh, Okay, and Justin, until next time, mate, let's let's just never speak of this again. Brace yourselves, 1995 is coming. I'm going to have a cold bath and have a think on that. Until next time. He is at Matthew Gregg on Twitter. He is at JRH Rising on Twitter. I'm at Tom Campbell on Twitter. Together, we are at Cultaholic on Twitter. We will see you next week. More Marlon Brando jokes insert here. Love you. Bye. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well. 
HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. For all the wrestling headlines in just 10 minutes, search Cultaholic Wrestling News on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from. 